Stand by for pre-show banter. We're about to have a Panatown butter pudding. Just about here, that dude. Yeah, dude, that's very quiet. Carol Basket. No, I have to do work during the podcast. I see. That's about all we can really say at this point. How you doing? I'm all right. How you doing? I'm all right. Are you staying inside? Yes. Okay. Conversation over. Uh, yeah, the Duchess has new chicken eggs. We're going to have some baby chicks soon. Dude. My wife is a chick magnet. Oh. Ah. Let's start the motherfucking show, bitch. Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. Students from uh, um, Scotland. I'm from Scotland. Where do you hail from? The North Kilt Town. Yay, veteran gamers! Hello and welcome to episode 536 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, veteran gamers! Uh, we are not military veterans, people. We are veterans of the gaming lifestyle. And I'm Duke. And I'm Stu. And I'm Chinny. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. So, oh, how yeah. is everyone? Are we all good? We're staying inside? Yeah. Good. That's it. The yeah, we did. we've already had this conversation. I feel staying like... Inside. Yep, staying inside? Yep. Staying inside. Carl Baskin. Carl Baskin. You staying inside? Yeah, I've been staying no, inside. I went yeah. to a party yesterday. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah, forty people were there. Barbecue no, outside, music. People What's were like pissed. What, are you just making a joke about people who are doing that, or do you uh, have a joke? I woke leading? up this morning. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Right. It was all a dream. No, we're being good. We're being very good and responsible adults, not like some of the knobheads. That right. Are Let's not focus so. on the knobheads, shall we? You cling to them, yeah. and then you get miserable. They want Britain to be about British. That's what those people do. I'm really in awe of all the nurses and doctors who are putting themselves in harm's way. And they, uh, there's a special place in heaven for them. So thank you. Anybody out there, as unlikely as this is, if anybody out there works in the uh, medical field, thank you for all your sacrifice and uh, yeah. work. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, that is some dangerous stuff right there. So, you yes. know, big, massive props. So if you listen to the show... And you're a nurse or a doctor or you work in the NHS in general, then massive props to you. Yeah, we appreciate you. We see you we and do. we appreciate you. T-H-A-N-K-Y-O-U. Thank you. So, any stories this week? I mean, it's, uh, it's a I bit think Chinny probably has a story time. time. My favorite time. It's story time. Story, story, story time. So, I got a text message or a, a dm from the official snooker 19 twitter account oh snap no what what and they <laughs> said are you do you want to play in a tournament that we're putting on i was oh, like oh yeah that sounds fun sounds cool yeah and then they invite me to a thing and then all of a sudden it's i realize it's the official virtual bet fred snooker world championship tournament um, so this is 
officially endorsed by World Snooker Tour and Betfred. This is an actual e-sport. Um, She's an official e-sportsman. Let me ask yeah. you a question. So how do you reckon you got chosen just because you're like, good at the game? He is so the number this... one promoter of snooker online. Well, we know that, but obviously you've still got to be decent. I mean, they all go... No, oh, they yeah, just need visibility. That's all that matters is visibility. Uh, they they based recruitment on two things. Uh, one, ranking on the leaderboards on the tournament mode. And okay. two, on how sexy they are. Oh, yeah. And I didn't rank very high, let me tell you. That. Ah. No, no, you did all right on the tournament balls, but on the other, oh, man. Not good. Um, so yeah, they they selected me. I think I think they selected me because of because I've I've been playing I've been playing it and covering it for a long time. There's a couple of other YouTubers that have been covered, but they're pretty good as well. I suppose I am decent at Snooker 19, but probably not to the caliber. And the, this is the problem, right? They there's there's different aiming modes. So there's amateur, which is the most basic aiming mode. Pro, Pro Plus, Master, and Master Plus. I have a feeling the they're not going to do the amateur aiming mode for this tournament, huh? Yeah. So the, the the standard for the tournament mode is Pro Plus. So what does that mean, Duke? I hear the you. The hardest thing. What the does that mean, Chinny? No, 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 it's not the hardest. Oh, is it uh, not? The tournament mode is kind of like the uh, slightly above average aiming mode. Oh, okay. So with that, when you're aiming the ball at the, at the, at the object ball... Um, you can see the path of the object ball. So the object ball is the red ball or the, the color ball. And you can also see the path of the white ball. And uh, that's generally um, what uh, Pro Plus means. So you can see the path where the object ball is going and where the white ball is going roughly. Right? That's what it means. But in Master Plus, you can't do that. So you get less information about where the cue ball is going. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So you don't really know. I mean, potting is still pretty standard, like as usual, but you get less information. And also, in Snooker 19, the way you apply power to the to the to the shot is a power bar, and you have a very very small window um, on the power bar. So the the window the the hit like box if you will is smaller and if you miss it it punishes you more so it's really difficult um to kind of get right and i've never played in master plus and some of the people in the tournament were saying i want to play with no aiming aids yeah and i was wow. like uh no i i i need i need something uh, but yeah master plus was the standard um and uh yeah so that was a big learning curve for me so i've been streaming quite a lot this week trying to get my head around master plus and I, and, and we've there's a discord with everybody that's playing in the tournament um so i've had a chance to talk to them i've even played quite a few of them i did a stream where i invited them all on and a lot of them played me and i i, I won some i lost some they're definitely a better caliber of player than I usually play, but you know, I, I, the people that regularly watch me play Snooker 19 and play me on this live stream are also pretty good. You know, some. Oh, of I was going to say they were a bit shit. No, uh, you get a mix. You get a mix of like people that aren't that great, and then you get some that are really, really good. And 
you know, it's it's. But I beat some of the people in the tournament, so I, you know, I, I've got a bit of hope, uh, is what I'm saying. So yeah, no, you might get somewhere. I might get somewhere. I mean, it's for me. I, I feel like to be asked to do it is really nice. Yeah, you exactly. know, if I get through to the next round, yeah. I'll be more than pleased. But I think when you look at the standard of everybody else, um, I I don't think it's likely that I'm going to win it. And well, not know, with that so attitude. The, well, no, I was just going to say, not like that. You're not. Yeah, you gotta no, think positive, man. You could do it. You're the best yeah. around. Nothing's ever so, going to keep you down. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's tricky, you know. But um, but I've been practicing. I've been trying. Um, and it's good fun. I, I really like it. But I think my plan is wh- whether I make it through or not. I'm gonna cover the snooker tournament because what World Snooker Tour are gonna cover it on their YouTube channel. So that's when it officially gets released. But I'm gonna cover it as well on my Chin Chinny Snooker YouTube channel. Um, I see it as a good way to kind of, you know, uh, if people are talking about Snooker 19, I might as well jump on it and, yeah. and cover it. You well. haven't seen and nothing I, yet. I'm winning a tournament, baby. I haven't, I, I haven't got the biggest confidence that they're going to, I feel like they're just going to put the clips together and just fart it out there. <laughs> and I don't know if they're going to do, you know, graphics and commentary and things like that. I don't think, I don't have the confidence that they will. So I will try and cover it as best I can, as interesting as I can. And hopefully that will get me some decent exposure on the channel. That's uh, fingers crossed. So yeah, I think it probably will. Yeah, yeah. But well, good, good luck, Chinny. Good luck, Chinny. I think I think you've got a chance. You've just got to you've just got to have the confidence, man. Because I think you can do it. There you go. That's what I'm saying. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We've got a few people in the chat. Uh, we've got uh, Soul Brother, Antonio, Jake, Subu, Mark Rup, uh, Michael Edwards. Uh, and Derek signs all in the chat. All hello, Derek. Hello, hello, hello everybody. Sh- um, I've got not really a story, but oh, I just wanted to well, I say a big thanks to Chinny oh. um, this week because he helped me sort out my Twitch streaming channel for me. To oh yeah, uh, which yeah. looks looks a lot slicker now. It looks very slick. It's looking better. I couldn't join you. On... I know. Well, that was the next thing I was going to say. Where were you? I was too busy raising charity for Compton Care. Oh, fair enough. I will, so, I will allow that. I will let you off. Every Friday, I've been doing a quiz on their Facebook. Right. Um, and um, the first oh, till, week... Till midnight? Yeah, pretty much. Bloody hell. Uh, so uh, we do it on a thing called Kahoot. And um, there's 140 people that joined the first week. And uh, we raised £1,800. And I was like, oh, this is pretty good. This is probably peaked already. Do you know what I mean? This is like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second week, which was last week, we we had 180 people join us. Wow. 160 people played, and we raised £2,400. And then I was like, right, now it's peaked. And then Friday just gone, we had 210 people join us. Wow. And we raised £2,700. So that with combined with the 24 hour stream, we've raised. Uh, 7,670. Wow, you sound like Pretty Patel. Yay! <laughs> Good job, that. dude. You yeah, own so, part of that. Did you not hear about now? this when she did her. She did the, you know, the government update thing. And when she when she read the numbers out for people who contracted it, she just read this mumbled 
or something and completely bundled it all. So anyway, Chitty, good job raising all that money. I think that's yeah, awesome good job, that you're Chitty. doing that. But you know, yeah. the most important thing is that you said it weird. You know, that's really what matters. Right yeah, now, that's so. the focus. You said it um, weird. So that, that you know that that chair, they also did a live stream last night. Uh, one of one of the nurses that I know is a bit of a karaoke singer, and she's got a setup, and they she was taking requests and and stuff. So um yeah it's uh it's good so it's you know it's we're raising some money um something positive uh it's a reason to gel my hair on a friday night it is yes it um, is um so that's why i wasn't there and that's why i was there last week because last week you did it on thursday i did but this obviously i'm on holidays so i don't need to do it on a thursday night uh as it happened though i, I did get a, around about 15 people in again it, good. it it is really like a real nightclub because hardly does just Dan bless him. So a massive shout outs to Dan. He turns up at the beginning and stays through right till the end. Uh, so he's pretty diehard. But most people seem to turn up about half eight, nine ish. <laughs> so that's when they, so when they come maybe at maybe after nine o'clock. And then, but a lot of them seem to stick around to the end. So so thanks very much for anyone who who did pop by. We did. Um, all 80s classics this week so i did all 80s sort of and chucked a few other stuff in along the way you know with some requests and whatnot uh but yeah mainly 80 like remixes of 80s pop songs really i guess yeah you had axel f in there which i enjoyed i did oh thank you you've had a listen since i guess fine fine but the trouble is all you I'm dancing like Ricky Gervais in the office. The problem is in the UK. All people think about is Crazy Frog when they hear that tune. What? What's Crazy Frog? Well, just have a look on YouTube and you'll find out. Don't play it. Don't play it. Don't worry. I'm not doing it. I'm listening to yourself. Oh, my God. I don't even care anymore. But that's a problem with that tune. No matter how decent to mix you find of it it still sounds like crazy frog okay. in your head fair enough uh, but yeah no it's a good mix i think I, I played lots of different stuff and you know found some really good remixes of stuff uh this week coming if anyone's interested uh will be on friday at 8 p.m again and i'm playing feel good summer tunes for from the last three decades Woo, last three decades so from 1990 up till present day all sort of summer dance hits that have been out and about. I'm not going to do them in any particular order, so they will be mixed up. I'm going to start off with some slower stuff and then go into some bangers about halfway through. So I've got some decent tunes to play. So, yeah, come along. It's uh, DJ underscore no clue on Twitch. And join me at 8 p.m. on a Friday. There you go. Done. Yeah. Get it done. Get it done. Come down. Have a beer. Have a dance. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Right, let's talk about some games. Where are you people. going? Story time's over, isn't it? What you been playing? What you been playing? What you been playing? Right, who's got the dice or the wheel or whatever? I oh, do have the wheel ready. Oh, Woo-hoo. you got the wheel? Okay. Wow, let's the do it. wheel is prepared. Yeah. So, I did prepare it this week. So, let's spin it. Sweet. The wheel lands on Stuart. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to start off with Animal Crossing New Horizons because I am just starting to get a little bit into this game. Okay. Word. I'm starting to get there. Uh, 
it has got the Zelda, everything breaks, nothing lasts forever. Yeah. And it's even got kind of like even worse than Zelda in some respects because the only stuff you can make at the start of the game is flimsy versions of everything. So you get like a flimsy fishing rod, a flimsy axe, a flimsy net, etc., etc. So you can probably catch about five or six fish before it breaks. Yeah. And then you have to go and craft another one. Oh, Uh, constantly breaking equipment. I love that. All the time, literally. And Millie said uh, yesterday, she said, is there anything that doesn't break? Like, can you get an unbreakable thing? Well, you can make... Oh, no. Take this. Oh, no. But get this, right? You can make gold versions of stuff, right? Which still breaks, but lasts a lot, lot longer. But the requirements for making them are stupid. Because to make it, like, say, a gold net, you have to catch every bug that's available so every single thing that's in the game and then by the time you get one you don't need yeah, it. yeah exactly so what's the bloody point of giving it you when you've caught everything See, a, a, the- but a good game like that will make you want to keep capturing things even though you don't really need to yeah. like in stardew so, valley like there's a good thing to have better equipment even though you don't really need it as much but the gold fishing rod is the same applies. You have to catch every single fish species available in the game. Word. I don't know. I just I just think that's a bit stupid, personally, because you want that fairly early on, don't you? Then you can catch more shit that you need to catch to give to the museum, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, so, yeah, I've been playing that. Millie has bought herself a Switch of her own. Nice. Uh, she managed to acquire a Switch Lite from Curry's, no, nevertheless, and they were, it were good. It took them, what, three days to deliver it, came, then Kay quarantined it for 48 hours in the hallway. <laughs> so I went out because she's like quarantining everything that comes in. But then I said to her, so you're going to quarantine all the shopping? You that's, know, that's what we're so doing. It's a bit of a, yeah, it's a bit of a funny thing. So, yeah, so she did that and then Millie got it. And then she's just played hours and hours and hours of this thing and she's like have you got this i'm like no have you got it she's like you haven't even got a house yet right <laughs> i haven't even got my house i'm still in my tent and um dude what yeah, are you today, doing I'm... no house come on i know i'm still in a tent. can't live in a bug so, net i've got enough nook mile right there's this thing called nook miles <laughs> nook mile nook miles uh that you have to get and you get it for doing everything so for instance you get nook miles for breaking 10 fishing rods or breaking 10 shovels or breaking 10 of anything. So you get different things. Like you have to do different things to get nook miles. And then you can exchange nook miles for like stuff in the shop, like special items. Or you can exchange them to go to someone else's island. So you can like go and have a look at someone else's island or get fruit off them or turnips, like turnip market on a Sunday. So there's like there's so there's like a like a version of a stock market, but it's turnips, uh, which has always been in the game, Chinny, as you probably know, if you've yeah. ever played it. I played it on the DS like once and got bored. Yeah. So the turnip prices go up and down every Sunday. So like the stock market, you've got to buy low and sell high. <laughs> so that's how that works. Uh, so there's also I mean there is a lot of stuff going on in the game, and I am enjoying it. I'm, I'm starting to get the itch now, you know, like getting that sort of wanting to scratch a bit more. Yeah. And so, you know, just just doing stuff like tonight before the podcast, I was playing it for quite a while. And it's it's kind of a good game at the moment because you can just almost switch off. It's kind of autopilot kind of game. You just walk around, hit a tree, get stung by wasps, 
dig up a hole, plant a money. You can plant money trees, by the way. So I planted a money tree today. Sweet. So, nice. so I'll grow money every day. So that's kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, no, it's good. Like I say, Millie is absolutely loving it. She must have put literally, I bet she's up to about 30 hours already since she got a Switch, which was on Thursday, I want to say. And I bet she's played it every day, like nearly all day. So that's all she's doing. As soon as she comes home from work, she's just playing that. So yeah, it's good. It, you know, it is good. I don't know whether I prefer the simplicity of the DS version where you didn't have all this complicated. Well, it's not complicated at all, I suppose, building stuff, but it's just another mechanic you have to think about. You know, it's nice just to walk around and dig stuff up and not have to worry about having to keep replacing the stuff all the time. But hey ho, that's the way it goes. Uh, and that's it, Animal Crossing. It is definitely worth playing, I guess. It's a good time waster for sure. Yeah, people love it. Done. Yeah, people it's do the love hot it. game people of the moment. It's, yeah. It's, uh, uh, it's but it has, one. can I just say, it has been banned in China, though, hasn't it, this week? Why? I don't know. Yeah, do you hear about it? Because people are using, because you can put your own pictures and stuff in the game. Oh. Yeah. So people are using that to do protests about Hong Kong. <laughs> so. Nice. So unfortunately, China went. Yeah, that's uh, material that you know our people can't see. So we're not selling switches or Animal Crossing in this country anymore. Interesting. (laughs) So, so there you go. Well, they don't like any of that in China. Let's be honest. Well, yeah, it's fucking totalitarian, authoritative system. Yep. So there you go. Right, that's that's a nice way of saying it, Duke. I was just going to say, shit's fucked. Yeah, shit's (laughs) fucked, man. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Who's next? All right, let's go to the wheel. Uh, if I get it ready, it's very daffy this wheel. Uh, all right, it's Duke. Yay, Duke! Woohoo! Um, so I've been playing a game that's set in the old west, and it has six shooters, and oh. you run around and you kill bad guys, and there's things trying to kill you. And okay, it's, I, I think he's. I think he's purposely making it's, it sound yeah, like it's yeah. not this Red is, Dead. This it's, is but not I think, be Red Dead. I, it's, I think it is Red Dead. It's called West it's of not. Dead. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, Jenny. I can't resist. What is wrong with you? <laughs> it ain't gonna be Red Dead. I knew it wasn't This was a free Dead. game on Steam. It's a demo. It's a beta. Something. I don't know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's how to describe it. It's a twin stick western shooter, um, and it's a roguelike. Why? So, I know. Because <laughs> it was free. I don't know what to tell you. It was free, and uh, it yeah, was a well, demo. And it... Guess what? Red Dead's free in your house because you fucking got it on the console. Yeah, I guess you have a point there. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to play it. Anyway. Uh, uh... <laughs> uh... <laughs> Do you want me to talk about this game or not? Yeah, go. Sure, talk about it. about it. Go. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a uh, it's a twin stick shooter. First of all, it looks great. It's really well done, it polished wise. Pretty good. Yes, it is. It's um, sort of Diablo esque in that it's a dungeon crawler. Um, you go from room to room, and in some rooms there's monsters trying to kill you, people with guns or like wolves or whatever. And um, yeah, you have to you know dodge and get into cover and all that stuff. Um, the gameplay is really good. It's, uh, you know, you auto cover in marked spots. Um, there's no finite ammo. So you basically shoot and then you have to wait for it to reload, which is the tricky bit because you have to dodge or whatever while the monsters are attacking you. Um, the people with guns tend to shoot in predictable patterns. So you can wait for them to shoot and then you pop up, shoot them. Um, 
you you move the character with one stick and then you aim with the other stick. That's sort of the way it works in terms of the mechanics. The narration takes itself a little too seriously. It's got this guy the whole game who's like, death wasn't ready for me. So I wandered around the ancient saloon taking care of all the things. Yeah, just shut up, dude. Would you a little what less is, narration? What was that game like that where it, there was a narrator all the time describing what you were up to? Bastion. 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 Yeah. That's what but I was thinking is, of as soon as you said that. Right. And, this and is he the, looks a bit like it. This is the main character t- saying this? I mean, it is kind of Bastion in the Old West, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Um, I could use some more frequent healing. Like, it's, it's a roguelike in the sense of, like, really punishing. You get hurt. You're going to stay hurt for the rest of the level, pretty much. And I got, I think, most of the way done with the level. And then I died. And then it said... You know, I was, suddenly I was back in the main part of the menu, and it said, "You want to do another run?" And I said, "I just want to say, fuck this game, I'm done." At that <laughs> point, it was going it was, so well. <laughs> it was going well. Like it's a really well done game. It's just that the way it's meant to be played, I guess, is you do it over and over and over again. And I just can't be bothered with that. I don't. I want a game I can save, and if I die, I go back to my save point. And the thing of it is. Like, there's these spots on the ground that you walk over and they light up. So I thought, oh, those are checkpoints. Nope. They're just ways to make sure you don't go through the same part of the map over and over again, I guess, or something. Uh. So, I mean, it's it's really aesthetically beautiful. The gameplay, like I said, works well. I had fun playing it. It's just that I wanted more healing, and when I died, it started me all the way over at the beginning. So I was like, Pfft. Nope, not for so me. So do you, do you have an advantage from starting off, like, keeping stuff you've got? Or to be honest, I don't know, because I wasn't trying to find out. I was like, I'm starting all the way at the beginning? Pfft, nope. <laughs> so I couldn't tell you if you have an advantage the next time through. I just, uh, I Cody, just don't like roguelikes. Yeah, so, I know what you mean. No. It, it's like Cody in the chat says, that game looks more fun than Red Dead 2 anyway, because that was boring. All right, now, you don't have to be nasty about it. There's not competition. <laughs> um, I mean, a roguelike, it's interesting to me, because, first of all, the original Rogue was a great game back in the day, when you didn't have a lot of graphics and fancy mechanics. It was just bump into things to kill them and get better weapons and go deeper into the dungeon, etc., etc., etc. But Rogue... The original Rogue game was brutal, but it wasn't it wasn't the type of thing where you expected to die all the time. And I think the term roguelike has come to mean you're going to die a lot, which that's not what the original Rogue... I mean, you did die frequently, but not a lot, I guess I would say. So whatever. The point is, FTL is a really... I think it's the best roguelike there's ever been. I think it's a really good game. And the point of that game is that the mechanics are so fun... In a way, it does, and, and there's so much variety in the way you do it. And this was true about the original Rogue too. It didn't really, it didn't bum me out if I were to die in those games because it was like, okay, I'll just start a new character and get back into it. And in this game, it's like, oh god, it, you're, if your game's gonna be a roguelike, you should not make your players say, oh god, when they die. Uh, Mark Roop uh, says Red Dead has saves Duke. Just so I hear. I, I've got one waiting for me. Thanks. I know. You can save your game. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Imagine that. But you can't be in uh, the darkness says, all the time. Have I finished the Ozarks? Have I finished Ozarks? No, I haven't. Now I it's become chat first... talk time. Let's just I don't, well, pause. You know, we just and... have to acknowledge people in the chat and questions. In and the stuff. middle of my discussion of the game. Yes. That's well, you'd finished. Yes, I had. Yeah, you have. Uh, no, I've watched the first two episodes, Sumu, but I will be getting back to that. 
Sorry. Yeah, great. Anyway, <laughs> uh, spin the wheel. Oh, no, you don't need it. Shoo, shoo, Chinny. Chinny, yeah. shoo. Yeah. Uh, no, wait, I'm before playing... we do that, what about the chat? There's something else in the chat. Oh, look, somebody said hi in the chat. <laughs> uh, no, it was a question. I'm joking, Stu. <laughs> We're yanking your chains, Stu. Go ahead. Adjust your bra. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, this, just, is, just... this is a bit tight um, around my cup area. Right. We, uh, we all played a game. We oh, yeah, did. that's right. Should we talk about this? Yeah, sure. let's talk about it. Uh, so I'll, I'll jump in first just before you start yakking. Um, <laughs> it, we played a game called Totally Reliable Delivery Service. Is this from the yes. same people who made Totally Realistic Battle Simulator? Not a clue. Not I'll, a look clue. It, I'll look it up. You look it up. Go on, you do that. So uh, let me just give people the premise of this game. So uh, you jump in. It's a four-player co-op, but we played it three-player. And... You hit a switch on a machine, and it gives you a package, and then you have to deliver this package kind of any means necessary, in any way you can, to its destination. And you have several vehicles, cranes, hoists, forklifts to do this. So the, the kind of catch is that uh, it's all silly physics. So if you think of gang beasts or human fall flat... Um, where you are constantly falling over, everything's all wonky. It's purposely um, sort of bad and jank uh, to provide sort of hilarity. Um, or so we thought, but Duke doesn't like anything like this uh, when it involves bad physics. Um, so you, you're kind of plunked in an open world, and you, you just kind of left to it, really. There's not much to it. Um, and I don't know if anybody wants to jump in at this yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what I think about the game. It was fun for about half an hour. Yeah, yep, I agree with and that. And then I got a bit bored, if I'm being totally honest. I was like, I don't know. If, if It's like Goat Simulator, but that's got a similar problem. You know, you play that game and after about half an hour it's a bit boring it's the, you know. the the whole idea behind these games and it looks like they're not the same people who made total realistic battle simulators although it's weird because they have very similar names and sort of similar aesthetics uh the company we are five games also made something called more fight and something called hammer bomb but this type of game you know i think of it like Quop and you know uh human fall flat i still haven't played i own it but i've never played it the whole concept of it is like, isn't it funny when the thing doesn't do what you want it to do? And it, it is, go you laugh despite yourself. It's goofy, you it's silly, it's ridiculous, it's 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 very satisfying when you can deliver the thing right, you know? Change. It is. I mean, you the challenging ones, when we did it, was like, woo, we just did it. Yeah. Um, but, again, like, I feel like I have so much frustration in my real life and in my job and dealing with students that <laughs> I don't really need more of it when I play video games. Thank you. Which is ironic because Rocket League has plenty of frustration and children, so you'd think I'd stay away from that too. But, mm -hmm. but that's the thing. This game doesn't have that adrenaline rush that Rocket League gives me when I score. So, although there was a version of Rocket League in it, that's true. And kudos to them for including that. Yeah. It's just that again, yeah, it, it was very hard to control and not fun. But you know, it was Oops. a form of Rocket League. Um. I have been working on an edit of, of our live stream of this. Yeah. So if people want to see what we got up to. Yeah, how terrible a, at delivering stuff we were. A, a short version of it. And uh, if you go to our YouTube channel soon, by the time you hear this, it should be done. I've edited most of it. 
uh, 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 should be pretty funny. It's a good laugh. Yeah, yeah we did. We did have a few issues as well with connection and people just flying across the stuff, screen yeah. for no reason. Yeah, yeah a lot I of mean, as banding. soon as the game started up, it did say, "Oh, we've had a lot of issues." With I'm sure that's because suddenly it's got it free on Epic, so 700 million people are trying to play it at once. Yeah, they previously yeah, I think had so. 20. And, and just looking at looking at the game now, there are things that we didn't do. There's a hand oh, yeah. glider here, and. Sure. Uh, yeah, did... I saw a UFO, by the way. There was UFO, so it does look UFO. like there's plenty to do. I think this game would be fun if you had kids. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think kids would uh, I think it. if you if you had kids, this would be a lot of fun. But it's no longer uh, free on Epic, so you can't get it free, people. You're too late. It is on Game Pass, though. So if oh, anybody wants to go. get it on Game Pass. But uh, what is on Epic this go. week is uh, the Sherlock Holmes mystery game and something yeah. close Oceans. to the sun was it yeah close to the sun the game I, I really like this at egx res that we played this and i was like oh i really like this yeah well, i think we interviewed them we did cool. we did That's so I've, I've, I've downloaded it i'm definitely going to play that because i really like the demo that i played yeah uh, um, it's a lot like bioshock but we've no combat apparently so i think i want to uh, you know um do more videos together it doesn't all have to be well, all three of us now but... it's funny you should say that because i've got a gift for both of you but you you may already have this so i'll give them away if you have okay uh i have acquired three keys for golf with your friends oh snap i think i've got it it because jimmy made me buy it because jimmy was really into it for a while have you got it duke uh i don't think so good so I will, I will pass on a key to Duke. I will keep on, and I will give a key away. So I'll think of a way to give it away. So yeah, no, we'll give it away. Yeah, double check, Chini, that you haven't got it first. Yeah, <laughs> I will. I will. I, I'm pretty sure I have though. Um, so are we going to do another live stream? Of yes, three of us? I think we'll do one this week if if Duke is up for it. Yeah, I hope so. And hopefully, I won't be so grumpy as I was this week. And we'll play yeah, some... Duke, Duke was in a mood, so when you watched the video, <laughs> he was not happy. No, uh, I wasn't. Really. But and and hopefully just to cheer Duke up, maybe Stu will download Discord to make his life easier. I've already love... got it, haven't I? Good, it's... Oh no, good. I haven't, but I will do. I, I will should do. mention that, by the way. Yeah, um, I'll download it. We've been making a bit of a thing on our Discord channel now that Stu has given up ownership and I have it. Yeah, once I figured out how the hell to log in. Yeah. So we, what we've done very is, complicated process we're, logging we're into a Discord. Late to the disc. We actually set up our Discord like ages ago. Yes. Um. But we never really made anything of it. So I've made a thing of it. I've sort of done more with it. And at the moment, uh, our Discord will feature just a general chat, a couple of chat rooms, news for the show, any announcements and feedbacks and stuff. Um, So if anybody's got any uh, feedback or questions for the show or just want to kind of chat with us or jump in uh, video games with us or whatever, um, I've set up the Discord. So I'm going to put the link to the Discord in the description of this podcast so uh yeah thank you for uh, for the people that have joined we've got a few people in there already so that's good um it's just a, just an idea just to make more of it and it's uh it's you know we don't have forums or anything anymore so uh it's just a place for us to, to all chat so you can join that but um yeah I, we'll we'll play golf with friends then yeah i'll see if i can get uh, millie in on it again i'm sure she'll be up for it we, I mean, we could get someone else. Or you can do. Look, if you don't want Millie, that's fine. It's not I'll that I don't her. want Millie. I just I'll want... tell her you didn't want her. 
I just, I'll, I'll say I asked, yeah. but Chini went, no, I don't want her in it. It just makes things complicated when you're in the same house. Look, look, I was just... Just tell her I didn't want her. I'm just going to tell her that you were horrible about it. I mean, like, she was shit last time. I don't yeah. want her again. Tell her that. That's all I will correct. Live. I will tell That's her. That's all correct. Um, all right. Cool. That's it. Discord. So there you go. Right. Anyway, get someone else then, your brother or... What about Bongo? He'd be great. So if he hasn't got the game, I could gift it him. We'll and then see. We... Yeah, what about Bongo? Funny. What about one of the listeners that are in now? I don't know. Does, does someone want to play golf with your Bongo friends with us? Because definitely isn't here. He's doing no, his own show. True. That is true. That is true. Thinks he's better than us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so if you're, in the, if you're listening now, put it in the chat. I'll send you the chat. key. And you can play with us on whatever night we decide. Let us know in the Discord up. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, whatever. Go on, anyway. Let cool. us know. We'll figure it out. All right. Uh, I think that's enough about whatever fuck we were talking yeah, about. Totally reliable delivery thing. Cool. Right. Spin the wheel. <laughs> uh, spin the wheel, yes. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, I can't be asked. So. Uh, there you go. Well, I don't know what that means. Uh, Sumu <laughs> says he'll play. Sumu will play. There you go. Yeah. We'll there you go, Christian Sumu. In. I'll send All you right, the key. Sumu. Hold on. See, you, sh- you show up, you join the chat. It's oh yeah, fun. check if you've got it. Check for God's sake, check if you've got it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. uh, uh, Stu, you won the wheel. Yay! Woo-hoo. Yay! Uh, right, <laughs> I'm going to talk about the Room VR, a dark matter. Ooh. Oi. Is this a different yeah. game? Yes, this oh, is a completely made for VR game. Dude, the Room games are great. If anybody hasn't ever played the Room games, there's three of them, the Room, the Room 2, and the Room 3, and now there's Room VR. Uh, they're really great puzzle games. High quality. Can I, can I just say, that continues in VR. That doesn't surprise me at all. I don't think because, I would be willing to put boy, out a bad game. boy, considering this is running natively on the Quest, so this isn't something I'm running via like Steam or anything yeah. like that. This is just natively on the Quest. It looks great. I mean, sort of, they've got, like, particle effects going on. The reflection stuff looks awesome. Uh, just detail in general looks great. I'm, I'm pretty blown away with how it looks. Uh, the only caveat, and I haven't finished it yet, I started playing it this morning and probably played about 40 minutes an hour. So about the first two sections of the game. Uh, it only lasts about two hours, so it's pretty short. But... I guess that's dependent on how quickly you figure out the puzzles. But I'll tell you this, right, Chinny? This is the closest to, like, a virtual recreation of the, like, puzzle room. You know, like, the escape rooms we went in. Yeah. This is this is kind of, like, the, the closest I've come to that feeling. Okay. And it's just great. I mean, it just looks incredible. Even the way it all starts, the atmosphere is awesome. Uh, they've done a really, really good job of the sound stuff. You know, like... You're solving puzzles, but it's a bit creepy because the room games are always a bit creepy. They're always a bit odd. There's a vibe. Yeah. Uh, and that continues in this. So, it, like, you hear weird whispers in your ears, and they've done a really good job at, yeah, a really good job of the, like, surround sound. <laughs> Even for, yeah, I feel like I'm in it again. Oh, sorry. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, that's kind of what happens. Uh, Even. <sighs> Even with only having stereo headphones, you do, you know, it does sound like stuff's behind you or at the side of you or Somebody's right taking a in big front shit of you. you yeah. uh, and like I say, graphically, as you can see on screen, it looks incredible. 
looks really, really good. They've done a phenomenal, like, phenomenal job. Uh, even stuff like resolution, you know, like you get a lot of letters that tell you the story stuff. And that just looks great. And even some, like, the texture, when you pick a letter up and turn it over, it's got this weird iridescent effect going on on it. Nice. So it looks a bit supernaturally. Uh, but just brilliant. Yeah, love it. You know, the puzzles, attacks, it, it's got that almost uh, portal vibe about it. Not so much like the way the mechanics work, but you come into an area that's huge, that might have three or four interconnecting rooms where you've got to solve different stuff in each room and then put it all together at the end. And it's got that portal feeling of being a bit overwhelmed when you first come into a new area because it seems to be so much to interact with and so much stuff to do and see. But then as you start methodically going through it, stuff starts just clicking into place. And I think the room developers, what those guys do so well is give you just enough challenge but not enough that it gets too difficult and you kind of feel like a bit of a genius when you work it out yeah and i think that that's what they do really really well these guys know how to make a really good puzzle game um the interaction stuff's brilliant there's some cool mechanics uh like for instance you you know in the room games where you go inside of a box because it's do. got like the sparkly stuff yeah well, in this, you physically literally go inside the box or well, inside yeah. the keyhole or whatever. Sure. And then, obviously, you can see the room like a giant room. And you're are there tiny. any are there any mechanics that are new? Or are they mostly using the stuff they've already established? No, it, it seems to be they've translated what's in the original room games into this. Which is fine. So I'm, that's not a bad thing, in my opinion. I'm just curious. Yeah. So you get the like the three lenses, for instance, and you know the one that lets you see inside of boxes and yep. puzzles with yep. shiny surfaces. You get the one that lets you see the sparkly things and go small to go within that. Uh, and the like the the, irrede- the sort of again the the graphics on the way that you know when you can see inside it and you have to ma- manipulate inside of stuff when you've got the right lens in looks again amazing. It it just looks incredible. They've done such a good job of it. Uh, again, the controls work brilliantly. The the way your hands work with everything, uh, I haven't I've had no issues with anything. You know, like getting older stuff or moving stuff around. It it just works. So hats off to them. I, I mean, this game is polished. I nice. haven't come come across any sort of bugs or glitches or anything so far playing it. So there you go. Oh. It is it is excellent. I will, it's it's a it's a steep price for two hours of gameplay. Two, two and a half. But it's hours quality, not 20. quantity, man. I know, and I, look, I can't disagree with that. But for two, two and a half hours, twenty-two quid is a lot of money. Yeah. You know, it's more than a cinema ticket. So yeah, so it is. It is a great game. Whether it's worth twenty-two quid, or twenty quid or whatever it is, it's around the twenty pounds mark anyway. Yep. But I'll let you know more when I finish it this week. So I'll, yep. I'll try and finish that up tomorrow. And then obviously we yep. can talk about it. And there you go. So yeah, the room VR of Dark Matter. It is it's pretty good so far. Sweet. Sounds Sweet. good. Yeah. Well, I like an escape room. Yeah. And that's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. I like the room generally. It's just a, it's a good experience. It is. It good is. Fun. Good fun. Uh, just to confirm, uh, I do have golf with friends. Okay. Yay. Sumu uh, already, already has, has it, so we can still do the oh, giveaway. So, and, and I've just done a Google, and you're allowed to have 12 players in a game. Wow, so we can give it away. So if someone else wants to play with us, 
we can, yeah. so we can get them what in. I've done, right? Yeah. I've made a channel on our Discord yeah. saying yeah. play dates and I've golf with friends Tuesday, 9 p.m. Uh, and confirmed Chinny Stew Duke Sumu. So if anybody wants to join, join our Discord, let us know. We'll play some golf with friends on Steam on Tuesday at 9 p.m. Okay. Tuesday is the 14th. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Lovely stuff. Right. Uh, Who's next? Who's next? Spin it. Oh, it's me. It's me. Wow, what did you think of that? I've been playing a little bit more of Lord of the Rings Shadow of War. This was before I found out about the whole hey, I'm going to be kind of a big deal in Snooker 19. Yeah, now you don't have time uh, for Shadow of War. So uh, they've started to introduce the the, the the gameplay elements of the actual war part, I suppose, yep. which is the the whole possessing captains. Da, 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 Your then... soul is mine! Bow to me, you stupid little bitch. Yeah, um, yeah and then uh, you have to kind of recruit your captains and go like, yeah, this is this is like my crew now. And then you have to like infiltrate a like a whole castle, pretty much. Yep. And I did my first one of those, and then I unlocked a new area, and then it's like kind of a snow area now. And this new area is level twenty. Um, and yeah, it's really tough. And then I put the game down. I haven't played it since, but I don't know. I can kind of see it just kind of overwhelms you. It just feels like, you know, what I said last week was, you know, this whole feature creep. It's a perfect example of a game with feature creep on it. Um, and, and and that's how it feels like, you know, it it does feel big. It just feels like it's more of the same, but, but not in a good way. Um, it is fun to play, but that's kind of all that, that, that it's got going for it. It gets, you know, I'm, I'm about 12 to 14 hours in and I feel like it's got old already. Um, I have no real massive motivation to play it again, so I'll, I'll keep going for it. But isn't it Act 4, uh, Duke, when, when you yeah, said like, something like that, oh, apparently yeah. Act 4 you can't play it I mean, anymore? You can, something. it's just they, they all the reviews say, well, some of the reviews that I read said, um, it just becomes so mind-numbingly repetitive that there's no point. Is it so? So like, is that like the story? Like, you don't even finish the story, or I mean, maybe you do. It's just I kind of stop paying attention to the story at a certain point because it's so focused on the mechanics of attack, defend, attack, defend, attack, defend, attack, defend. Who cares? Um. Yeah. I mean, Gareth just asked me to rate it out of ten. I prefer to rate things out of five. I think. A five star rating is much better because you you have less because people when at ten you just kind of rate things at six and sevens, uh, you know. And I, I kind of think it's it's probably a three. It's not a bad game. Three out of five. It's not a bad game. Which is similar to a seven out of ten. I guess, but there's less wiggle room. I just prefer <laughs> a five star. Rating. I will give it a seven. I don't think. Look, Chini, have you forgotten? We give it a noise. We give what? it a noise, yeah. Yeah, yeah. noises, so man. We, we don't do things. score noises. Me. So my review noise for Lord of the Rings Shadow of War is... Uh, 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 uh. There you go. See, that's way better than a score. Gives you more information. It does. It does every day of the week. 
So I will carry on with it. I'll give it another go, but I'm not massively convinced that I'm going to have a very, very different opinion on Lord of the Rings Shadow of War. There you go. Do you know, I'm I'm kind of not surprised. I mean, this, this game didn't get that good a ratings, you know, when it came out by critics and gamers alike, due to, mainly due to all the microtransaction stuff. But I think outside of that, it, they, they tend to have started making these types of games just that little bit tedious to play, haven't they? Mm-hmm. You know, with all that feature creep and, oh, you got to collect all I mean, this the, shit. The problem, for me this is, stuff. the problem for me is that there's somebody who's into each of these things, but it's very hard to imagine anybody who's into all of it. You know what I mean? And so the question is, do those extra features get in the way or do they are they, are they just there? So if I think of Skyrim, I don't do a lot of alchemy, right? There's people who are probably really into the alchemy of Skyrim and that's fine. But if I'm not, that's okay. But this game doesn't do that. It says you have to spend your time adjusting your fortresses and and you know dealing with all these extra stuff that you probably don't want to spend time with yeah i mean a a great example of this was in assassin's creed when they bought in like the turn-based strategy thing do you remember that i can't remember like terror terror defense assassin's creed revelation it's just like i think i think for me if they had made more of a thing of like the characters and they'd have made more interesting boss fights or some epic moments like God of War, you know, where you just have these moments where you're like, what the fuck? But you don't really get any of those in Lord of the Rings Shadow of War. It's all, all the improvements or, you know, improvements in quotation marks are made on the meta system, you know, the, 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 the strategy elements of it, not so much the game, the story, the characters, the, 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 what the fuck moments in the game there's not many of those yeah um there is that there is one really really good moment when you go to attack your first big castle i think duke you can attest to this where you know you've got a massive army yourself yeah they've got a massive army and you just go yeah. Um, oh yeah. When you're rushing in, I mean, that's that the the scale of it does feel pretty good in those big fights. If you like yeah. those kinds of moments, there are. I mean, at a certain point, that's most of what you're doing is getting those big fights. Um, yeah. I was really frustrated by the war chief battles where you're in that room and you can't escape to heal. You can't. All you got to do is keep dodging around. That I felt am, really the stupid. The first war chief battle I've had, it it, it wasn't. Because it was the story one, yeah, and it wasn't a battle, was it? it like he yeah. kind of revealed himself, and it right, turned out to right, be a friend right. from right the first game. So you haven't had any of these yet. No, it's no, it's annoying because you learn how to fight in a certain way, which is stick and move, stick and move, take people down, take over orcs and have them fight for you, which is fine. And then you know you if you get hurt, you can jump off, you jump away, go yeah. heal up or whatever, and then you come back these war chief battles that you have at the end of your sieges eventually you can't do that you can take over uh orcs and have them fight for you but you have so many people attacking you in such a small space it's really hard to do that quickly yeah so cool 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 right which is a shame the last thing Uh, i want to say about it is you know, I, I've said this before, Shadow of Mordor was one of the only games I've ever 100%ed. I really loved that game. I kind of thought I might do that with this game when I started playing it, and then when it became clear how much there was in the game and how much stuff I didn't care about in the game, I was like, no, forget it. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I which is a shame. Gareth's, 
uh, thing in the comment. Yeah, the first game was a very pleasant surprise. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah. the first game was great. Yeah. Um, just not the second one. Yeah. Uh, I spin in the world. Oh, my God, it's Duke. Oh, my God. So um, last week I talked about Tectopia, which is this mod for Minecraft, uh, wherein it changes the villagers to a bunch of different types, and they go farming, they go knocking down trees. Um, the the And I was so in love with it last week. I'm still in love with it. It's still a very good mod. I'm not sad that I gave the guy money. The, the problem that I've had with it is that at a certain point, you have to try to figure out what's wrong with the village. So it's not enough to just, you know, protect your villagers from monsters, which is the first thing you got to do whenever you find a village ever. You build a wall around it, you light it up so that the zombies can't get in, and there's no zombies spawning in the village itself. Okay, I did that. Everything is fine. But now the villagers are all trudging around very unhappy. And the question is, okay, what causes happiness to go up or down? And it's like every time a lumberjack knocks down a tree, they lose happiness. Why is that? You'd think they get more happy, right? Like that doesn't make yeah. sense to me. And then, you know, there's other, there's all these different things on the wiki that explains why villagers gain or lose happiness. So, you know, I have to hire a bard and, and do this and do that. And in order to sell things, you have to have every step of the process has to be done by the villagers. So it's not like I can just take the carrots they've planted, harvest them myself, and then sell them to the vendor. No, the villagers have to harvest the carrots. And they're fucking slow as hell. I was like, ah. Oh. So it's just, it's not as much fun as it could be because of all the intricate elements in play. And I'm sure some people are into that, but me personally, I don't know. That's not why I play Minecraft, I guess, which means I shouldn't be messing with this mod at all, I suppose. Uh, it's just one of those things where it's like, it works well, but it doesn't work perfectly. And the longer I play with it, the less perfect it feels. And that's just kind of frustrating because I was so happy with how perfect it was at first. So, yeah. Nice. Techtopia, really good mod. Um, and, you know, maybe they'll keep fiddling with it. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. I don't know. It's just that, you know, at a certain point, you have to spend time fiddling under the hood. And I didn't want to do that. I want to just, you know, like I said last week, you, you start it up. It works. It's perfect. I was like, yes. And now it's like, eh, it's not as perfect as it looked. So whatever. You see, I think I think the thing with you, Duke, though, is you can go one or two ways. You either go the way of this where you get fed up of something because something doesn't quite click with you. Or you go the opposite, like Rocket League, where you just can't stop playing that bloody game. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Once I find a game that's, for all intents, perfect. Like, Rocket League is not a perfect community, but the game itself is pretty perfect. I wish you couldn't explode yeah. each other, because every once in a while... I have one of these this week, since you brought it up, Stu. Um, this, <laughs> this guy, like, all he does during the game is just run around exploding people. And it's like, okay, first of all, look, dude, you're not really helping your team, because if it's a 3v3 game and you're exploding your opponent, yeah, you're taking your opponent out, but you're also not eligible to help your team. So you basically make it into a 2v2 game. So it's just, I don't know. I, but whatever. Yeah, but blowing people up is fun. For you, perhaps. That's not why I, I mean, play Rocket League. Did you never play Speedball 2 back in the day? No, I did not. The, the funniest bit of that game was punching someone until they're like a stretcher had to come on and cart them off the field. That That's... was like the best bit. Is, what, was it a football game? No, it was kind of like uh, Rocket League. If you didn't have cars, right, and you had people throwing a metal ball to each other to score. So it's a football game. 
Not really. Rugby. Yeah, I don't know. It See, was if I was going to play rugby, I would want to play rugby. But that's the thing. I mean, whatever. More power to Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, so whatever. But the point is, if I, you know, Skyrim is a pretty perfect game for me. And I, I'm once I find it, I'm like, I want to just keep playing it and playing it and playing it. Because I know I'm going to get so much satisfaction from it. Whereas in a game that's not perfect, it's like, okay, there's things about this that I'm just focusing on that are negative and i'm sad about that but again like look the feed the beast enterprise all these mods for skyrim like it's really satisfying and i really enjoy you know making stuff and uh you know minecraft is a pretty perfect game so yeah just play the vanilla game you saw nope. Nope. uh talking talking to minecraft have you seen the mod on the java version there's a lot I of can... mods on the java version yeah, well, there's a mod now to play a Harry Potter RPG. Yeah. Within, and it's got missions and, like, logs and all sorts of stuff to do. And it looks incredible. Like, someone has created the whole of uh, the Harry Potter world within it. I'm good. I'm not uh, really into Harry Potter, but, you know, more power to him. Yeah. Is yours, do, you, do you play the Java version or are you on the Bedrock thing, whichever Java. that is? I don't know. I'm on the Java version. I don't think yeah, you, so can put, you could play this. I don't think you can play mods on the Bedrock version. Yeah, that's probably true. So yeah, you could play this. You can let us know what you think. It looks cool. Could, it's an RPG. It's could, but I wouldn't. There you go. Who knew? Um, right. Uh, who's next? Who's up? Uh, oh, it's Duke again. It's Duke again. Duke. <laughs> How what about have you that? Got? Speaking of games where you have to tinker under the hood, uh, there was a game that I downloaded quite a few weeks ago, and I don't remember exactly how but anyway it's a it's a prologue it's a, again a demo for a game called builders of egypt and those of you who know me know that i really like my city builders banished and uh kingdoms and castles and stuff like that i was on a strategy itch for a while recently and i think that's where i found this anyway um yeah it looks great it is set in ancient egypt obviously and Basically, what you do is you set up houses, you set up institutions, farms, fishing wharfs. It's a lot like Banished, uh, except that you're trying to produce things for export. So you have a clay pit. Your people dig clay out of the clay pit. They put it in the stockpile. People go get the clay to make into bricks. You have a trading route that you establish with another village. You sell the bricks to them for bread. You have bread. Hooray! Um... But again, there's these mechanics that just sort of stopped working at a certain point because it was, um, you know, I, the, okay, so the prologue has these um, conditions you have to meet in order to win it, basically, right? So one of the conditions is you have a certain amount of pottery and another com uh, condition is that you export a certain number of bricks. Okay, well, they both require clay. And I was at like... 1900 pottery and you're supposed to have 2500 and i had not sold any bricks yet so i'm like okay i should slow down with the pottery and let the brick makers do their thing so i put the pottery place you can put it to sleep like stop producing pottery right now so i clicked that and then i built two more brick places and the brick people were really going and i was exporting a lot of bricks i was like okay cool we're gonna make our goal we're gonna win hooray and i put the pottery maker back to work but it said no resources and I'm like, well, why is that? Well, I guess the brick maker places are taking all the clay. So I put those to sleep. But then it still said no resources for the pottery place. And I'm just like, 
Do I want to spend 20 minutes trying to figure out why the potter suddenly isn't taking clay from the stockpile? No. I don't want to spend time trying to figure that out. That's very frustrating to me. So, I, again, I kind of stepped away from it. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame because, like, it's really well done in a lot of ways. The aesthetics are great. The little guys moving around and women building stuff and making stuff. And you make roads. And, you know, if anybody's played Banished, this game is a lot like Banished. Except it's, it feels like it's a little more in-depth. And it's a different setting, of course. And, you know, it, it, it works really well for the most part. And maybe I was doing something wrong. I don't know. But there comes a certain point where you know, the more complicated the elements in the equation are for a strategy game, the more time it takes to try to figure out why you've hit a wall. And the games that work really well, the ones I play the most, Banished and Kingdoms and Castles, I've never had those problems, right? Banished is harsh because you could have a disease sweep through and kill everybody in your village. You can have all your people freeze to death or starve to death. But once you get a sense for how the game works, like, it's just, it keeps moving, it keeps flowing. And I think that it's really, whatever, I, you know, I'm not going to lecture the developers of this game. Who I'm sure they couldn't give a shit what I think. But if they happen to hear, they see my review, like, it's a dangerous thing to have some mechanic in your game suddenly go off. And when at, you're supposed to establish trading routes with the other villages nearby, I couldn't click on any of them. There was one that you set up during the tutorial, and I did, and it was fine. Trading route, everything's cool. I tried to establish another one. Couldn't click on the villages at all. It made no sense. So yeah. maybe it's something to do with the prologue, the fact that it's you know basically a beta, but it it was very. Or it could just be that there's some conditions that you're just not aware of. Yeah, maybe. It doesn't I mean, explain again, right. very well. Yeah, that's fine. It's possible. Again, like game breaking bug in my view. So. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Game breaker. So it's not like this is the only city builder strategy game out there, but it, it was good. I wanted to like it. And, you know, there's other problems, too. Like, a lot of the text is all caps. It's, like, gold on black for some of the text. And it's like, this is hard on my eyes. Like, I'm an old man now. I don't need this kind of you are old sophisticated text. And it's like, whatever. Work on your readability. So or accessibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Right. Um, yeah, you, you know... I would have liked to finish the prologue. I really got into it, but yeah. At a certain point, I was like, I'm done. I guess I can play Chinny's thing again. Yeah, play Chinny's thing again. I'll play Chinny's thing again. I just again. want to say, fuck this game. I'm done. Yep, and that's nice. my weekend gaming. There you go. Uh, Stu, go. Uh, only one more game, which is obviously Half-Life Alex, and I have got something new to say about it. Oh, um, go on. I've got something new. Uh, yeah, I'm still having some glitchy issues. It's not the smoothest of experiences, which is spoiling it a little bit, but at least it's playable. And what, why is that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I've read online a lot of people seem to have no problems at all playing with remote oh, you. desktop. So whether it's the internet, whether it's the connection, whether it's the power line I'm using, not totally sure. Uh, I've turned down settings. I've tried different settings, different speeds, turned things on and off. Uh, and it's sometimes, and it, sometimes I'll get sort of half an hour, 40 minutes with no issues at all, you know, so it'll just run like it should. And then suddenly it'll just start glitching when I turn my head or you're in the middle of a bloody battle and you can't reload your weapon because it suddenly just freezes on you. But the game carries on playing. So even though it's frozen in my headset, it's still moving on screen. Then when you come back to the thing, you've died. Then you've got to reload. 
but it's quite generous with with auto saves, just to say. You know, like, unlike other Half Life games in the past, this one actually auto saves really well. Mm. So, so you're never too far back to where you were last. You know, so you never you never punish too much for dying. Yeah. Um, but it's still a challenge. Still looks amazing. Uh, but this week, a new head crab appeared. Oh my god! Oh, oh, no. Which is an electro head crab. Oh my god! It's electric. So this thing shoots out lightning from its sides. When it sees you, it shoots lightning at you, uh, which obviously drains your health. But it was quite a cool section of the game because you sort of see this lightning flashing in this like laundrette area. So there's lots of washing machines and stuff. Uh, and there's this lightning flashing. Like, what the hell's going on? And then it, it scuttles into this room. So then you have to hunt it. And it took quite a while. It could take a lot of damage, this thing. Uh, and all the time you're trying to hunt it, you're trying to avoid being hit by it. Uh, and it was quite a tense sort of section of the game. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really cleverly done. So you're sort of creeping around this like dingy, dark laundrette trying to shoot this bloody electrified head crab thing. <laughs> yeah, trying to kill Sound it. like that? Uh, yeah, something like that. And what's kind of cool about it as well is that it has... When you kill it, you get like an electrified orb thing from it. And you can use that as a battery. Dude. So you can actually use that to sort of uh, power door. Because a lot of time you need to get batteries to open doors that won't open. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of... There was another really cool section where I, I had to go through like a hotel. And they had to get the lift, the lift power back on. Uh, and it involved sort of moving chairs around and standing on them to... Like, get to the... Because there's puzzles that involve you using your tool to trace electricity supplies and switching switches inside the walls and stuff. Yeah. But you couldn't do it without actually moving a box and getting actually onto the box and going along the top of the doorway and stuff like that. So it was very cool. They, they've thought of a lot of things to make this game very clever. So, yeah, I love it. It's really good. I've Story upgraded. good? Yes, great. Really good. It feels, it just feels like a Half-Life story, you know. I feel like I'm back in Half-Life. You know, it's solid. The the voice acting's solid. The story's solid. The dialogue's really clever. It's good. Nice. It's, it's nice. just all good. And it looks like... I want to play Half-Life again. I know. I know. And I feel like I am. So I'm getting my Half-Life itch scratched. Mm. Even though played... it's glitchy. Episode 1 and 2 on my Chin Chinny account that I made... Um, I, I think what's amazing about this game is how quickly you adapt. You know, because like in the past, you could in Half Life you just reload your weapon constantly, don't you? In this, you've got to wait because if you you know if you eject a clip that's still got three bullets in, that's those three bullets are gone. Oh right, okay. Yeah, you can still pick it back up and stick it back in again. Uh. You know, so you don't lose them for good, but you, you've got that hassle. You've got to constantly be monitoring how many whenever i go into an area the first thing i do is look how many like bullets are left in the magazine i've got in because then i think right how many shots can i fire before i have to then reload and obviously reloading involves ejecting your clear again be, another one out of your back should be like a hardcore mode where you can't see that and you have to take the clip out to look well possibly That'll possibly but i mean that you still have cool. to look at the weapon because obviously the the number of bullets is on the side of it Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to swivel the weapon. It's on the screen on this one, though. 
Yeah, but that's ah, well, that's in view in observe like if you're watching it spectator mode. Oh, I see. When you're playing the actual game, you don't get any of that. There's you no don't get the UI right. No, no, no. There's no. It's too hardcore for that. It's no, you've got to you've got to look at the side of the weapon. So the side of the weapon has like a digital gauge on it to tell you like we're just in number like bullets. Um, but it's always remembering to reload when you've still got one left in the clip as well. That's the thing you've got to constantly think about because then you don't have to slide the gun to load it, you know, to load the first bullet in. So when it just, just to explain when you play this game, yeah, that's, that's kind of a cool moment, by the way, when you have to get the zombie out the window, it's like, well, what the fuck? And you have to use both hands and you're literally wrestling this thing out the window. Um, but yeah, well, well, so, so when you reload the gun, you've got to eject the clip, get a new one out of your backpack, stick it in the gun, and pull the slider back. And you have to do that with each weapon that you've got. Yeah. But what's cool is, the more you play the game, the more natural it just becomes, and the quicker you just do it. You know, you, it's just like kind of, oh yeah, you just do it without, you know, obviously muscle memory and reflex, you just do it. Cool. And it, it, it is cool how you're trained by the game to do stuff like that. Um, I have got an auto loader on the shotgun now, which makes things a whole lot easier. So that so so you basically put the cartridges in the side, like this auto loader on the side, and then when you eject it, just automatically puts the new like cartridges in for you. So you don't have to physically load them because with the shotgun, you have to like before that you had to load them two cartridges at a time. <laughs> so and it takes seven. So you had to do it like four times to load it. Yeah, sounds so, great. It's all right. Like I say, the, the game is quite generous with enemies. You do get some tough ones, but they never give you, But like Combine Soldiers, for instance, you probably never get more than two or three at one time. So you, you constantly, it doesn't overwhelm you. It's challenging, you know, and you do feel challenged. But it's never completely overwhelming. You never feel like, oh my god, there's too many to take on at this point. Um, they, and they do a good job of putting grenades in strategic locations for you to use. And the, gra- the grenades are so much fun. Yeah. Them things are devastating. I mean, they make a mess when you throw them things. Well, they better than uh, grenades. That's what they're supposed to do. Uh, but the, just to let you know, they patched the game this week because people... Oh, thank God were... you let us know. I was wondering... Yeah, because people were carrying around ammo and, and stuff in crates. Yeah. yeah. I told you about this last week. People were... Yeah, so yeah. They, pa- they patched it this week. Oh, thank God. To make it easier to do. What? <laughs> oh, okay. So you, where most developers would be going, oh, no, you're not meant to do that. We're going we're gonna to stop you doing that. No. Valve went, oh, yeah, I like that. It's pretty ingenious. Let's, let's make it a bit easier for people to, to actually carry stuff around in crates. Well, how about that? Uh, I know. I love... Do you know, that's what I love about Valve. Valve, you're so crazy. I know, because they're just like, yeah, no, why not? You can do that. That seems like a, a reasonable thing. People have figured out to do it. Let's let's help them. Help you us. know, so now you so you so you amass all your shit in your crate, carry it around, put it down on the floor, have your battle, pick it back up again, and carry it. It's a bit like the gnome, really, in Half Life Two Episode Two. Except with ammo. Except with ammo. You just carry yeah. it around the whole game with you, so you've always got health and ammo. <laughs> I want everyone to know that I just got done with all my grades for the quarter. Yay. You hear this? That's me ripping up my to-do list. Yay, because it's all done. Woo-hoo. Brilliant. 
So yeah, oh, Half-Life Alex still. Right, I'm getting bored of Half-Life Alex. I know. I'm just gonna say, it continues to impress me. And like I say, if you've got a VR headset, you've got Steam, and you've got some of that will run it. Is is definitely worth the money. It's good. It's very good. Great. It is. Great. Uh, there you go. And that's it. I'm done. Yeah, okay. me too. Uh, Chinny. We have a few people in the chat. Um, uh, Duke, have you ever played Tropico? I have played one of them, and I hear good things about it. Um, I should go back to Tropico. I know there's a bunch of them, and I hear that you know they're, it's a good way to go. So no, yes and no. I should play more. Thank you for the reminder. Okay, excellent. We have a new section on the show. We do. Very exciting. You ready? Oh, I am. It's called the Discord section. Woohoo! So I'm going to say something, and Duke's going to make a clip out of it. Yeah. Okay, go. Jingle. Discord. 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 Okay. Wow. There you go. There you go, Duke. Uh, Make a note of the time there. Yeah, there you go, because that was just slick. Yeah, it was great. That was slick Uh, Discord. Discord. So we have a few uh, questions for the show on Discord. Uh, Fraser said, why am I so awesome? (laughs) Because you're deluded. All right, that's that. I think we've answered that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I Pete said, "Does finally having the time to play video games make you use that time for games, or do you find yourself doing other things?" Oh, sorry, that's the wrong question. Sorry, I've copied the wrong thing. Wow. That's Jay's question. I'll get to Pete's in a bit. So, having the fin- finally having the time to play games, uh, do you make that time for games, or do you find yourself doing other things? Well, no, I'm still working as normal, so it makes no difference. Although I am on holiday this week, so I will be playing more games this week. What about you, Duke? Has it, has it changed? Are you playing more stuff? I, I think I am playing more video games because I'll have to commute. Uh, and on the weekends, like I can't go out the way I normally would. Um, so I do have more time for games, I think. But, you know, I'm not playing more different games. Uh, well, I should let's be, just clarify. I should, be, I should be writing more. That's the one thing I do kind of feel bad about is that I haven't done as much writing as I should. Um, but I don't know. Whatever. What well, do you want to clarify? Uh, that you're playing more Rocket League, not generally video games. Let's be honest. Well, I said that. I sh- I'm not playing the diverse games. I'm playing the games that I like. Sorry. No, I was not saying. I'm just saying it's mainly Rocket League, though, isn't it? You play a lot of that. <laughs> it's game. Call of Duty. It's Rocket League. It's Minecraft. There you go. Um, there you go. Uh, what about you, Chini? No, I, I think no. Um... Not really. I I try and balance it all out with other things as well. Spending time with Tara, getting outside, playing my guitar. I try and balance it. I think if I do too much of one, I get a little bit, um, I don't know, guilt or uh, sort of, I wouldn't say boredom, but just, you know, maybe I should be doing something else. Uh, it's a balance, so I don't think it's massively changed how much I play games. Um, all right, good question, good question. Thanks for the Discord. Uh, we've got a couple more. We've got one more, sorry, one from Fletch. There is one off IP, by the way. Have you not seen the one off IP? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I forgot to read that one out. IP. Um, what do you think about the WHO World Health changing... Organization? Yeah, that's, that's that. Changing its stance on video games from unhealthy addiction to healthy pastime during lockdown. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? How things fit when they need to. No, I don't think that's it. (laughs) I really don't. I think that what they're doing is they're saying, look, as they've always said, 
there's a balance to be achieved here, okay? Gaming disorder is a real thing. It's not just the World Health Organization that says so. I believe it's, it may be in the DSM, and if it's not, certainly addictive behavior of all kinds are worrisome, and we ought to be on the lookout for them, right? The question is, how does it affect you? Are you honest about your addictions? How does it show up in the lives of other people around you? However, um, they what they're saying is it's effective as a way to stop the spread of COVID-19, which is obviously true. So, yes, we should use video games to stay in our homes, but no, we should not play video games so much that we don't eat. Yeah, that will be a problem. Or get blood clots. They call it gamer's thrombosis. So, that's what I think. There you go. <laughs> cool. We got another Discord message. Fletch has thoughts on EGX announcing dates and being held at the XL, which is currently a Nightingale hospital. Plus, will you go? Yeah, that's interesting, actually. I put that in the news tonight because I, I, I'll be honest with you. And I was saying this to Kevin. We, we go out for a walk every evening and sort of avoid people like the plague. But uh, probably a bad turn of phrase there. Yeah, uh, but we, do, there. we go out for a walk every evening and we keep our distance, etc. Uh, and I was talking about this with her and I said, it, I think it's really weird. I get, I get that they want to carry on and, and sort of give people something to look forward to if that possibly will be happening. But I don't know how I'd feel about going somewhere where potentially thousands of people died. You know, it, it's a weird thing. Uh, it is a weird thing. I don't really think about it like that, really. Um... It's like going and holding a party on a battlefield from, like, the Second World War where hundreds of people died. Maybe. I, I was, Do you understand you know, what I mean? It's, it's I guess bit, so. But, like, weird. it's a bit close to the mark. I think while we're in the, the pandemic, it's very hard to imagine what you're going to do. Um, for me, it wouldn't bother me too much. Um, and this is the other thing I think about it, is, you know, there is predictions that come next winter, this is going to happen again, or yeah. a second wave is going to start. Now, what are the chances you're going to dismantle a whole hospital when it's potentially going to be needed again in the winter? It's it's so unlikely. It's just, I, I find a bit, stuff like this a bit ridiculous that people are announcing stuff like this. Yeah, I, I think I think I find it more likely that it won't happen. Yeah, I, um, I'll be honest, I don't think it's, I would be very amazed if this happens. You know, it's so difficult to predict something so far but, away. But the issue is, and this is where there becomes a bit of a problem, is that at some point in the near future, yeah, they're going to start selling tickets for it. So people are going to be buying tickets, and then the, there's the whole issue of people getting refunds or them going, oh, we'll, we'll hold it till next year for you. I, I just, if, I feel like it leaves a bit of a bad taste. I get why they're doing it. But I find myself thinking it's probably not the right thing to do, in my opinion. Would you have it somewhere else? Yeah, I think if they were holding it somewhere that hadn't been used as a Nightingale hospital, that would kind of probably be better. I don't know if that bothers me as much. I, I that that I bothers me, but I think I'm more bothered about the fact that they're going to sell tickets for something that potentially won't happen. Yeah, that that's a bit of a dick move. It, it doesn't really bother me that, you know where it's going to be you know we were there yeah yeah yeah. you're not bothered about that i i find that a bit weird you're not bothered no but look we were there we were walking on that floor last year and right now as we speak hundreds and thousands of people are ill it's going to be a three thousand bedded hospital when they finish building everything yeah 
and and and, and a lot of people are dying there right yeah. now. Um, I suppose I haven't thought about it, but I don't think it bothered me. Look, it's 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 a it's it's a great you know effort to build such a big hospital. Um, you know, and if we're at a place where everything's fine again, um, it it wouldn't bother me so much. I kind of I can separate myself from it. Yeah, it, yeah, does, yeah. It, it does. So you know, it, it it does feel a little unethical of them to go. Yeah, don't worry about people dying there right now. Buy some tickets. Yeah. For a show about video yeah, games. Even like, timing. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like our pandemic. In the best of times, EGX and any trade show, Comic Con, are not good places for germs and no. and and things like that. So I think we're always a bit careful with hand sanitizer at those kind of events. Indeed. Uh, but you know, there's also this confidence issue where you know, let's I'm just gonna let's just assume that. You know, it all goes, it all settles down. You know, in the news, we're, we're, we're not locked down anymore and it's gone, right? Let's just say that, right? It's gone, okay? It's, it's gone. Gonna it's, gone. Come it's gone. It's gone. It's going to come back next year. It's gone. It's done. It's gone. I still think people will be more careful and, and oh, yeah. it will be a confidence issue with these types of things. You know, the. I mean, the let's damage... be honest, right? You go into a place where thousands of people go. In a and you no know, in a confined space, but you're close together, queued and stood next to each other, and all that bullshit, right? And then the nerds, you know, no offense to nerds, right? And we're nerds, but a lot of them aren't the cleanest of people. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. I just it's think like... I, I think everything's going to take a hit. I think the the confidence of these kind yeah. of shows, I mean, being gathered around a lot of people at the same time, is yeah. now going to be an odd concept for about a year. Oh, easily. If you not know, longer, yeah. When totally. you are around a group of people, you're going to be like, wow, six months ago, nobody could touch each other. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's weird, right? We go for a walk every night, and when you see someone, it's almost like they don't even look at you. Yeah, everybody's staring at each other, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, well, they don't Very even fun. do that. They look away, or they give you this yeah. weird, dirty look, look you like you've done two, something. You get two things. You, get, you, you, know, you move out of the way for people. You distance yeah, yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get two reactions. You either get like a nod and a smile saying, you know, yeah. thank you, or you get like a fuck them like i am yeah looking at yeah looking down at the floor they don't even acknowledge you it's yeah. weird it's i try very... i try and smile and and say hello. yeah and sometimes say hello thanks for that whatever but um it is yeah. it is very weird and like you said i think come september time i don't think it's only five months from now i don't think it's long enough i think like you said people are still gonna be very very wary yeah i think so i don't think it's gonna happen anyway that's my opinion we we'll go down to the, the new section very briefly. We've got two things to talk about. Yes, too, go for it. Yeah, yeah, jingle, go. jingle you got it, Duke? News, 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 news. Discord. Putting news first. Excellent. <laughs> so uh, there, apparently there is going to be a shortage of Nintendo Switches due to the coronavirus. This was in the news. Yeah, Millie, I'd like to say Millie was very lucky. I think I managed to find one on Curry's. They just had them available, the Switch Lite, so... Yeah. More yeah. people are buying them because of the whole, you know, being stuck indoors. It's a good time to get one. I, I, I was looking at getting a VR thing, but they've been sold out for a long, long time before this whole shit went down. So yeah, yeah, you just can't get them. You just can't get them. Um, uh, by but, the way, Millie, Millie loves it. She thinks the Switch Lite is great, and it is. It's very light. It's it's a little bit smaller. Obviously, the screen's smaller. Who'd have thought uh, it? 
I know, but it doesn't weigh anything. It is very, compared to the original Switch, it feels like at a least half the weight. Yeah, they're very light, aren't they? They're very good, yeah. Uh, impressive. Uh, in other news, the PlayStation controller was revealed. Yeah, weird. Looks cool. It does look kind of cool. So different. Two, the two-tone color. Uh, it it is very unusual for a it's PlayStation. Funky. It is funky. Look. You know, if someone compared it to the uh, the Avengers suits that they wear in Endgame, which so it does look are, like. are these like touch like touch sensitive buttons like you get on the phone screen? Is that how these work? No, I think they're buttons. See, they don't look like buttons on the picture though. Do they? they yeah. look like flat. If you if you look on the other version, the other version of the image here that I've got. Oh, they are. Just, oh, they are. They are raised. They're transparent. Yeah. That's why. They're transparent buttons. It, you know, PlayStation controllers are usually white and since the PlayStation yeah. 2. I must admit, from sideways on, it looks more usually like black. a standard usually, controller. Usually black. Usually black. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks, yeah. I, I quite like it. I must admit, I don't it's mind. It's not a bad design. Yeah, I quite like it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it looks. Right. I mean, it does look fairly similar to what we've got now, which just the two-tone colour makes it look completely different, doesn't it? I mean, he's done a picture here for like an Xbox controller and then somebody put a tank top on it and it looks like a controller <laughs> with a tank top. And it does. It once does. you see that, you can't, I can't unsee it. The analogue sticks look like nipples, <laughs> so it did. looks like somebody's put a tank top on it. I can't unsee it. No, oh, no. God. Uh, that's very good. Isn't the internet funny? I love the internet. They're so uh, funny. It's great. It's great. So, yeah, that's uh, that's a new PlayStation controller. I mean, you know, it's a fucking controller. As long as it's roughly the shape that we care about, uh, I think that PlayStation controllers nice. got gradually better uh, as they've gone on. And I think that looks... I mean, they're, they're pretty much more and more like an Xbox controller as they go on. Um, so that doesn't offend me. It looks like it's got a touchpad sort of thing deal again uh, at the top there. So... Um, yeah, that looks all right to me. Not not big news, I know, but it was. Uh, uh, I've got a couple of little news things. Not Sorry, do, do you have an opinion on the PlayStation Five controller? Um, actually, I do. Like anybody fucking oh, gives a there shit. You go. Excellent. <laughs> I did think you didn't give a shit, so that's why. No. But anyway, I have got a couple of little news things. Uh, yeah, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Uh, CD Pro CD Project Red has come out and said. Uh, it's launching when they've said there's not going to be any delays. It's still going to come out on the launch date that they've said. So I believe it when that's I see it. good. Good news. All right. What else news. we got? And then I had one little other story, which I know doesn't isn't actually doesn't mean you, Duke, but I thought it was kind of funny because the headline was, "Tell my friend Eric he's missing out on Final Fantasy VII remake." Dude, that is pretty crazy. So that's pretty crazy. And I was like, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, so there's a guy who who's called Eric. Like you, Duke. And yeah, I kind he, of assumed he's, that. He's his friend. He's been asking his friend, should he buy the remake? And his friend basically saying, "You're a knob. You need to buy this game." Yes. So there you go. So it it just made me think of you because he says he keeps waffling on about getting it. Should he buy it or not? So there you go, Duke. Buy Final Fantasy VII and get yourself a PS4, and away you go. That's a lot of work. I know it is. Especially right uh, now, I ain't going outside to get no. Yeah, PS4. that is true. Or if you if you order one online, you'll have to put it in quarantine for 48 hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there you go. That's it for news. There wasn't anything else. It was just those couple of things. Anything else from you, Chini? No, you... no, that's it. I think we're on to emails and shit. Yeah, let's do some emails. Then. We have a few Okay, first email is from Tainted Shirt. 
Oh, painted shirt. shirt. Oh, don't wear me, please. I Careful with such good singing. The way you tease. <laughs> with such good singing like that, we might get like copyrighted, you know. Do, 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 own personal up, right? jersey. Yeah, <laughs> that's even better. Like what I did there. Uh, anyway, he says it's not. Reach sure out and wear clothes. Do, 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 do. No, sure, I'll make the cut off t shirt. Nope, you, you didn't make it. Cut off. Nope, we're done. Uh, Moving on. So, so, hey there, veterans. Hey. Hello. Uh, how are you guys coping with the current situation? We're staying Fine. home and playing games. Could be worse. Fine. Yeah, really. The situation. No, no, no. Read the fucking email. Focus. All right, sorry. Uh, I was wondering if you guys had decided to do something constructive with your newfound time apart from gaming, beatboxing, and mixing tunes. Like, I know a lot of people have a lot of newfound time. I don't. I'm doing schoolwork all day, uh, every day, like, except for weekends. Like, I, I have the same amount of free time as I used to, really, except not the commute. So, it yeah, must, I, I, I wish I, I had a lot of extra time, but whatever. I mean, luckily for me, I had time anyway. So, But the difference is now... Uh, both both Millie and Kay are at home a lot of the time, so yeah. I'm not on my own as much. So right. it's difficult to do stuff, you know, because before I could play games for as long as I liked, you know, when I was off during the week and no one cared. But now Kay's are like, what are you doing? Yes. I've got some chores if you want them. You know yes. what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, anyway, he says, I know Stewie's still busy at work, but that commute is a fraction of his previous time. It's not quite. Yes. I save about 15 minutes in an evening, <laughs> so, so it doesn't make too much of a difference. Yes. Uh, well, I've been off work for almost a month. Uh, came down with a mysterious chest infection. Hopefully oh, not no. COVID-19, but who knows. Uh -huh. uh, spent a week in hospital with the amazing NHS. But with all this time, I did nothing other than rest, play games and watch TV and movies. Not entirely constructive. Sounds fine to me. I don't know about you two. That's what do you reckon? Good. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, anyway, I'm back to work on Tuesday a month off and back to work. Perk of being essential. So I don't know what you're doing, but whatever you're doing is a good thing because you're essential. I'm essential, by the way. I'm classed as an essential worker. Uh, and Millie is. There's two essential workers in our family. Uh, but anyway, it says stay safe, guys, and thanks for the show. You're welcome. Right. And now here's a special sound clip for all our listeners. My character. I can't change their mind. I won't change my mind because I don't have to because I'm an American. Yay. Yay! That was my clip. That's right. I should have used it at a more opportune time, but uh, I was just going through my email yeah. and I found it. So you're welcome. That's always sunny. Yeah. And I, when I heard that line in Always Sunny in Philadelphia, I pissed myself. That's the character Mac, and he he's trying to convince people that religion exists, and he's like, I don't change my mind. I'm an American. I'm dug in, regardless of the facts presented before me. And it's a very funny show. Yeah. There you go. Uh, next email tonight is off Jason. Jason. And he says, C19. He says this. I'm working, so there's no time to become bored. But if you are here, have some, here are some things to enjoy. A podcast. P-Town. Pornado. What? Yeah. Yeah, well, you know Jason's P-Town. Come on. No, I know P-Town. I don't know Pornado. Well, I'm guessing that's what he calls it these okay, days. Okay, fair enough. Uh, now, the above link is for something you might enjoy if you like the S-Town podcast. 
Tiger King, Joe Dirt, Ped and Mella, the OC Pod, Boss Wave, or even those veteran gamers. I set out to show the ignorance of prejudice and what it's like and what it will take to overcome. I don't even know what to say anymore. No. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, P-Town people, give it a listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, an entertaining book series. This guy wrote a series. I read it. It's the fucking most amazing shit I've ever read. If you like video games, duh. If you like Bioshock Infinite, duh. Head trippy stuffy. If you enjoy Fight Club, you owe it to yourself. Uh, social critique and the story of a multiverse. Uh, yeah, he could have done to say which book it is, but <laughs> I'll tell you because I've actually started reading it. He said to me, like, read this book. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and it's called The Little Demons Inside. Okay. So that's the first in the series. And I've got to agree with Jason. It's pretty good. Yay, pretty it's, good. It's kind of like, it's hard to describe. It's kind of a bit X-Men-ish, but more dark and twisted. All right. So it's about this like these people who get experimented on by the American government and given all this cocktail of drugs. Yeah. And then it unlocks MK Ultra, man. Weird... That's not fiction. It unlocks these weird powers that they can't control. That's like half of Stephen King's retinue. Yeah, it's good. It's, uh, good. it's, it's actually it's not well my written. typing now, Chinny. It's good. It's well written. Good characterization. I, I actually agree. I think that's rain on Stu's end again. Oh, I thought he was just typing. It is. Oh, yeah. It's only just spitting. But oh, it has indeed. started right. It has started right. It usually is my typing. I don't blame yeah, you. Yeah, the time was so loud. The last last week's episode, I was like, "Oh yeah. my god!" Sorry. So just just to say again, that that book is called "Little Demons Inside" by Mika Thomas. He's yes. the author. Good job, Mika. Thank you and for the recommendation. It's kind of cheap. It's not very expensive, and you can get it on Kindle Unlimited. So if you have Kindle Unlimited. You don't have to pay for it. Speaking of typing, I actually bought a silent keyboard this week. And, yeah, I know, right? And I got it, and it's exactly as loud as my regular keyboard. Yeah. yeah so I sent myth. it right back. Those motherfuckers. I could do with a silent rainfall. So if anybody knows an actual rainfall. silent keyboard, I, I, know, I should yeah. go Shit. to a store. I have to. I can't uh, do it over the internet. So there you go. It's worth reading. Anyway, it says, Laters, tacos beats burritos every single time. Actually, I no, like burritos. No, definitely better. not. Burritos are better than tacos. Yeah, they are. Why would you it's, say that? You just get more in them. It's more in a burrito than a taco. Uh, suck it, fish. Uh, get it back on Boss Wave. I can only tell you so much of this absence, Jason. So there you go. All right. Thank uh, you, Jason. Yeah. So thank, thank you, you Jason. Jason. Yeah, thank you, Jason. Now then, here we go. The next one is from uh, Duclaw. And he says this. Jobs fucked. Okay. You guys right? I have a predicament. Having a toddler take up a lot of my time, obviously. But on Tuesday, I have a child-free day. But all yes. my backlog of games I have had to play or didn't enjoy, so didn't carry on playing. So I need a game for Tuesday on PS4 Money No Object. Please, can you have a suggestion from each of you? A game that was underrated in your opinion. Skyrim? Uh, that's not fucking underrated. Yes, it is. is. It? Not everybody no, gave a no, game of the year, and they should have. No, it bloody isn't. Uh, I'm trying to think of another game that was underrated that he might not have I don't played. Know if it was underrated, but, but I absolutely love it so much. And it's on the PlayStation and it's Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear much about that. <laughs> yeah, not underrated again. Not but underrated. You, you may but or may not have played it. Minecraft if you haven't played Spider Man, it's so good. Yeah, Witcher 3 is great, but again, he's probably played that, I guess. 
It's difficult. I'm trying to think of a game that he might not have played on the PS4, which I thought was brill. Uh, money no object. Um, a Plague Tale Innocence. That's meant to be really good. I've got that. I've never played it. <laughs> so I've got it. It's still in the wrapper. Nuka 19. Yeah, yeah, yes, Nuka 19. There you go. That's that's not underrated again, but Chini loves that game. So, yeah, there you go. A few suggestions. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you want something that's going to take up a lot of time, Witcher 3, you can't go wrong. Sky oh, you, you give played. me a ball again for recommending Skyrim and then, oh, Witcher 3. <laughs> I know, it's just as bad, really. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of any others. I'll have a think about it. If I come up with anything else, I'll mention it. Uh, then he goes on to say, thanks, guys. Uh, P.S. had a few laughs and some banging tunes with Stu the other night. Looking forward to next week. Uh, stay safe and keep smiling. Yeah, it was a good week, actually. I really enjoyed Friday night. We had a lot of chat. tunes. Uh, I found some, like I said, I found some good mixes. So there you go. Thank you very much for that. You're very kind. Too kind, in fact. That was from Stephen Holdsworth. Duplaw. Uh, Stephen Holdsworth, a.k.a. Lord, a.k.a. Lord Odomana. Yeah, he was in the chat most of the night, actually. So, massive shout-out. Thank you very much for joining me. It was a lot of fun. We had yeah. a lot of fun. Thanks, Stephen. So, there you go. Uh, and that's it for emails, unless anybody else has done one in the meantime, and they haven't. Nope. Uh, so, Duke, we have got we have got Speak Pipe and then the quiz. Obs. Speak Pipe. Speak Pipe. It's the way to leave a no, message no, for crap. us. Here comes Derek oh, Sainz. again. And in the last few days, I've downloaded from the PlayStation Store uh, the movie Apocalypse Now, which is uh, now onto its final cut version, which is uh, a version which is now just over three hours long. And I realised uh, from my collection that I've got the film four times in different versions or different formats. I've got the original VHS version, I've got the original DVD version, and I've got the Blu-ray version, which is called the Redux version. And now the longest cut of all uh, are downloaded, and it's called Apocalypse Now, the final cut. And I think sometimes you buy these newer versions in hopes that uh, you'll get the same buzz or excitement from the first time you saw it or watched uh -huh. it or played it or listened to it. And so I was thinking, is there something in your collection which you've got multiple times on different versions or different formats, which probably you didn't need to buy, but you bought them anyway? could be a book, could be a music album, could be a video game, could be a DVD or Blu-ray, whatever. I mean, you could have a book which you bought in hardback and then paperback and then digitally. You could have a vinyl, cassette, um, CD, download version of an album. I think you're getting what I'm talking about. And so I just say, keep on reading, keep on listening, keep on watching, and keep on gaming. This is the end. Yeah. Copyright, 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 copyright. <laughs> well, that's the end of it. Yeah, that's it. Don't worry, it's over. Um, yeah, I have a bunch of these actually. Of course, I bought Skyrim in like five different formats, uh, but not for no reason. It wasn't because I was trying to get back to the original feeling of it. Uh, I bought it on the Xbox 360, and then I bought it on the PS3 so I could play it down in the basement while riding my bike. And then I bought it on the PC so I could start fucking with mods. And then I got the special edition on the PC. Uh, I think I bought it another time in there somewhere as well. But anyway, I probably bought it for someone at some point. Um, as for books, the only one I can really think of is, well, I mean, I buy books again all the time because I take them into my classroom and then I lend them to students and then I never see them again. They say you should only lend out books you don't ever want to see again. But I was a big fan of the Amber novels from Roger Zelazny when I was a kid. And uh, 
So I recently found an omnibus that collects all 10 of them, the big book of Amber. And I've only had one student read it and she was like, eh, it's okay. And I was like, well, yeah, whatever. Maybe I would feel that way if I read them now. I remember loving them as I was a kid, but you know, different times, different books, different feeling. So anyway, that's my answer. There you go. Um, I've, I've bought books on different formats and read again. I've, I read uh, Weave World by Clive Barker in on hardback it, initially many, many, many years ago when in the 80s you used to have these book clubs. Do you remember these, Duke? I don't know whether you had these in America. Yes, that's how I got the Amber novels originally was through the science fiction book club. Yeah, and you used to send your book every month, didn't you? Yep. You used to put down your choices of books. Yep. It was a bit like Gamefly for books. Yep. <laughs> and they would... And there were always these weird club book versions that were like a hardback, but they were a full-size hardback. They were like yep. a normal size of a paperback. Mm -hmm. Very weird thing. Uh, but yeah, I read it initially on that. Then I got it in paperback. And more recently, I had it digitally on Kindle and read it again while I was on holiday. Uh, because it's one of my favorite books of all time. I love that book. Uh, there's several books that I've read more than once in different formats. There's a bunch of books uh, I've read more than once. Yeah, I've like the stand I've read in paperback, and then I read it digitally, and then I listened to it on holiday about well, a year ago. It's such a quick read. Which, I mean, you know, you just zip through it in 20 yeah, it minutes. Took, it took 48 hours to listen to. Yep. <laughs> it's uh, on Audible. It's, it's an enormous book. Uh, but, but a great book. Probably not the best to read at the moment, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've done that many times. As far as games go, not so much. I'm a bit of pretty much a play once person. The only games I've ever played more than once are Portal 2, which I've played twice all the way through. The original Portal, I think I've played three times all the way through. And Half-Life 2. Weirdly, they're all um, yeah, they're all Valve games. games. <laughs> yeah, you're a Valve fanboy. I am, and yeah. the other one, obviously, Viggy as well. Half-Life 2 Episode 1, I've played twice as well. <laughs> So, not episode two. I didn't like that as much. I played that once and finished it, but I didn't. I didn't particularly want to go back to it. So yeah. So there you go. They're all Val games that I've played more than once. Oh, and Journey. I've played more than once, obviously. And Flower. I've played at least four times. So yeah, there's, there's quite a few video games I've played more than once. Chinny, any for you? Uh, the only one I can think of really is Halo. I bought the uh, Master Chief Collection, where it's on Game Pass now. But I did buy it. Yeah. And. Um, kind of tried to make my way through it but the internet connection was so bad that i think marsh and i gave up but i do want to go back to it mm. um but yeah and i i did buy halo 3 legendary edition so and i keep the 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 halo um master chief helmet as a reminder never to buy stupid shit again <laughs> yeah um, yeah and yeah, i keep, I keep it here so i can see it right here it's right behind me and that and, I, and I, I purposely keep it just to go, remember when you bought that fucking yeah, stupid Yeah, don't thing? buy stupid I, I never bought something so quickly, took it home and went, this was fucking dumb. <laughs> you know, why yeah. did I do this? Um, and I bought the GTA limited edition as well, and that was worse. Um, what did that come with? Oh, yeah, you got. Well, you used to use the bag, didn't you, to go to... Yeah, the, the bag was good. Me, Verbal Rob also used the bag. The bag was good, yeah. to be fair. So, I, you know, I'll give it its props. At least it came with something that's useful, and it, I've, and it also came with a keyring, which I still have. It's my only keyring on my actual keys yeah. that is like aesthetic because mm. it's small and it's right. not this massive thing. Mm -hmm. Everything else is just a key, um, and it came with like a DVD of the music track, which I listened to a little bit at the time, yeah. but like a CD. But who listens to CDs now? That was right. two thousand eight. Uh, and a book and some art shit that yeah. no one cared about. So 
um, I kind of quickly thought, well, I'm never going to buy any of this crap again. Um, so I, ne- whenever I buy a game, I never go for the limited edition. Well, that's it. The, I actually use the before the shutdown of everything. I, I bring my lunch in my Fallout lunchbox every day to school. And I always hope some student will be like, dude, Fallout. Or, you know, a teacher might have played video games and would get it. But mo- 99% of the time, what I hear from other teachers is, Oh, I love your little lunchbox. I used to have a Snoopy lunchbox when I was a kid. And blah, 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 blah. I'm like, shut up. This is supposed to attract cool people who like Fallout video games. Not your <laughs> dumbass story about your Snoopy lunchbox when you were a kid. Yeah, I th- I think there was an age where I, I kind of wanted that kind of attention. You know what I mean? Like, oh, check me out. I've oh, got Duke cool... craves that attention. Well, yeah. But like, now I'm the opposite. I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to talk to anybody about any games <laughs> or anything. Like, just keep away. I'm yeah, on a podcast well. every week. I talk enough about video games. I don't want anyone talking to me about this shit. I don't want to have a conversation about it. I just want them to go, oh, that's cool. The end. And by yeah. the way, uh, Derek Sains mentioned uh, Apocalypse Now. That reminded me of the Onion story on the, the Onion satirical newspaper. Uh, yeah. They had an article once upon a time that said, Area girlfriend still hasn't seen Apocalypse Now. In a discovery prompting exasperated forehead slapping and stunned expressions of incredulity, Mark Tillich learned Monday that girlfriend Brandy Jensen has never, ever seen Apocalypse Now. You gotta be kidding me, Brand, said Tillich, 21, a senior marketing major, blah, blah, blah. Uh, It's only like the arguably the most ambitious anti-war statement in American movie history. Jesus, I cannot believe you've never seen it. That's insane, he added. Nice. So yeah, that's a classic. I thought Apocalypse Now was alright. It's a good movie. It's okay. Like, I, I know people love it, but I watched the extended version where they go to some French town or some shit, and I was like, what is the point? There's a reason why people cut shit. Because there's extra stuff, man. Oh, God. I, I, I found it a bit. <laughs> well, that's like on UHF, the DVD for that. Weird Al says, you know why these scenes were deleted? Because they're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. if only more there's directors a, There's a couple of scenes honest. deleted in... Back to the Future 2. Yeah. And, like, when you see them, you're like, fucking hell. Like, it's cool to see, like, extra Well, that's the thing, right? Of, it's the novelty of, of it. The movie you that you love. You don't need you're a like, director's oh, wow, cut with like six hours bit. extra stuff, yeah. But there's, a, there's an extra scene in Back to the Future 2 where, you know, Biff goes to the future. No, no, sorry. Biff goes to the past. Hold on. Future Biff. See, not even you know how that bloody film works. Future worked. Biff, old Biff, goes to 1955, gives himself the almanac so he can get rich. But the problem with that, right, as you know, anybody who knows from Back to the Future 1, is that if you alter the timeline, you basically eliminate the chances of you, you know, if say if I gave myself the chance to be rich, right, you know, back in the past, what if that path leads me to die? Do you know what I mean? Like, what if yeah, that butterfly path... effect, man? So, so, so that was the story, right? So Biff uh, gives him his younger self the the thing, and then he goes back to 2015, and there's a scene, a deleted scene, where he he kind of travels back, drops off the DeLorean, and he fades away, he dies, because it's assumed that Rich Biff, the new Rich Biff, probably got shot. But it was so confusing. I was like, oh, my God, that is ridiculous. And they said on the commentary, there's like, nobody understood this at all. This was so obvious to us. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, there's a reason why things get deleted. That's right. Yeah, there is. Uh, right. I think we do. Have we got uh, 
anything else before the quiz? I think it's time for a quiz. It's time right, for the quiz. Say, well, it's time for the quiz. We play the shooting sound clip when it's time for the quiz. What? Start the quiz? No. What I was going to say was I've had a look about... I've just had a, look, a quick look of other potential unrated, underrated games on the PS4 that could be played. While uh, while we were talking about that, uh, and here's a couple more that you could look at if you've not played them. Tour away unfolded, which actually tour away on the Vita was excellent, and this is kind of an enhanced version of that, so that's definitely worth a play. And the other one is uh, no, there's, what? That's a no on that game. Why? Because <laughs> I said so. It's it's one of the best games on the Vita. Shoot. Move on to the next game. I said no. I don't know if you understand the rules to this. <laughs> no uh, means no, in, dude. In, yeah, just ignore Chinny. Inside, if you've not played that, that's yes. on there. That's a yes from Chinny. There you go. Inside. Yes. And what was the other one that I saw? There was another one I thought of that I thought was quite good. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh, I'll get there in a minute. Just a minute. Oh, there we go. Until Dawn. If you've not played that, that's pretty good fun. I'm... I'm uh... I'm on the fence on that one. Yeah, until dawn. So there you go. There's a few more potential things that you could play that you may or may not have played. Inside, definitely. Uh, Tear away unfolded Ignore Chini because that's a really great game. Uh, what remains of Edith Finch, by the way? All right, we're done game. with this. There you go. Yeah, really, we've been done. May I start the quiz now? You may. Look, okay. It's time for the quiz. It's yeah. time for the quiz. We play the shitty sound clip when it's time for the quiz. Fuck the listen, guys. Time moves on, mum. That's right. Okay, I'm picking the number for next time. I want you to do Go. episode 444. Ooh, that's a fairly recent one. Yeah, Itch. let's jump ahead. Let's jump ahead. We might actually get something right this week. Welcome to the Veteran Gamers Quiz of Yesteryear, round 24. It's quiz time, motherfuckers. <laughs> Let me take you back to July 2018. A time when Duke foresees the future, so saves mouldy stacks of American currency. You probably have a big old fat stack of mouldy American money just lying around yeah. like it ain't nothing. Well, I do, but I need to save it for the apocalypse, which is coming quickly. Duke's good wife nearly <laughs> drowned on holiday, which did amuse him. Obviously, shout out my wife for nearly drowning on holiday because it did amuse me. And we learned <laughs> Tara likes old people who don't smell of piss. So what, what, what Tara's saying is she likes old people who smell of piss. Um, they didn't smell of no. Hello and welcome to episode 444 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yeah, 444, we're coming at you with lots in store. I'm Duke. I'm Stu. I would have accepted Raw. Well, yeah, that would also raw. work. Yeah, I like that. Give it to yeah. me, eh? Give it to me, Raw. Like the old dirty uh, bastard said. And I'm Chinna. Yes, hey, Chinna. Not oh. Chinny. Question one. But on the Monday, we hired a boat. For, well, I hired a boat. <laughs> Uh, without Kay's That's an knowledge. important distinction. I'm the one who hired yeah. it. Yeah, I hired her without Kay's knowledge. I'll let, let her in on it because obviously she's a bit funny about stuff she doesn't know about. So I'll let her in on it. <laughs> she doesn't um, want you pissing your money away on some dumb boat. Oh, yeah. And we, t- we we had it for four hours. so we. See, usually he says, question one. And then he plays a little bit of the clip and then he asks the question. Now he's playing 20 minutes of this. So we had it for quite a while. So we saw when I drove it out, it was all right because... What made you actually think he could drive a boat, babe? I remember what I said about uh, this. probably something that he played pissed? a game, like, like Canal. Yeah, that's no, probably I, true, yeah, GTA. 
I said that. I'm, that's, I'm, I'm almost positive that's what I said. I've, I've driven boats in GTA 5, so I thought I'll be fine. And the answer is... Because I've had lots of practice in GTA. There you go. So I knew exactly how to drive a there boat without oh, So you problem. stole a boat. <laughs> yes. That's bound to soothe any spouse. Don't worry, honey. I've wouldn't... done this a lot in video games. Question two. What the fuck is Ginny talking about? So I've got a bunch of allies and I've got an achievement for um, getting all the allies Ooh. for all that. So that yeah, 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 so you're, you're coming into the end game bit now, you know, once you yeah. sort of start doing all that stuff. So the, the, because like you look, I looked at the main mission list and Act 1 is basically everything up to the ugly baby mission, right? Which is fucking ages. Deep. Duh. Uh, the, am, I, am I playing the fucking Witcher thing? I think you probably are. And the answer is... The Witcher Free! We're batting a thousand Question so Free! Uh, I do want to say that, you know, because Pete asked last week, what is it about the game that's so addictive? Why do I love it so much? And I mentioned, you know, the thrill of scoring and all that. That's <laughs> true. But then I realized that there's a little bit more to it. It's a little bit deeper than that. And that... What game is Duke talking about? Seriously? Fucking obvious. <laughs> and what does he like more than scoring? Well, obviously, it's Rocket League, the game. Yeah, that's obvious. I think it's the team play. The, I, the I don't think it is. I think it's the satisfaction. I mean, in a way, it's team play, but it's like, if I can play well, even if we lose. Yeah, like, I think it maybe is that. I think that's what you said, isn't it? And the answer is... It's the. It's not just scoring. It's the feeling of playing well yes. through several uh, games. That's really the heart of it, because scoring sometimes happens because you're playing well and sometimes happens just because things fall into place there is a lot of luck in the game but when i'm playing well for like three games in a row it's it's like magic it's such a good feeling question four well i mean i still buy you know me i'm i'm you're a tight ass i am a tight ass <laughs> it's, it's not because you're old fashioned it's because you're tight <laughs> what shop is stew's friend babe what shocked uh, your friend? Shop. I'm assuming it's a smelly shop. C E X, is it? Oh, not? I guess. I guess. Uh, and the answer is. You just go to the smelly, the smelly shop. Your friend. Yeah, the smelly shop is. <laughs> my I'll tell you something about the smelly shop. That ain't gonna fucking last long. Question five. What the fuck is Chitty's favorite tool in an RPG? I like doing that in all RPGs, like Mass Effect and stuff. Yeah, because whenever that comes up, I always like to do it because it's because it just saves you so much money and time. So I like that. Beep. What? Ah. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Go. Boosting like the XP. In a, oh, like, you know, okay. You go like, oh, this thing will boost your XP by 10% if you upgrade this skill, whatever. Okay. And the answer is... You know, the charm. Sort yeah, of fucking with people. Uh, because look, you, get, you got some guy, they go, let oh, me fuck. in. And he goes, well, I will for uh, 20 gold. I'll let you in. You go, fucking Jedi trick, bitch. <laughs> and, uh... Charm and special speech options. Oh, I guess oh, yeah. you're kind of no. wrong. You were wrong. Well, fuck you, Paschini. We had a perfect record going, and then you ruined it. I know. It. I was like, this is going to be the first week we get every question right. Question six. On Duke's third playthrough of Fallout 4, I did something that I've never done in Fallout 4. What, babe? Uh, hmm. What could you have done in Fallout 4 you've never done before? I mean, I don't think it was side with the Institute, because I've never done that. 
I don't, I don't know. Remember. I don't know what you did. I, don't, I can't remember anything about Fallout 4, so I have no idea what it might have been. Uh, I wish I could say, because I can't remember. Oh, maybe it was the... Um... No, I did that the first time through. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> the answer is thusly. I unlocked all the locations. Oh, I can't yeah. I right. that before. Question seven. You'll never guess who did a speak pipe back then. Hey, veteran gamers. It's Derek Sainz back again. And hey. I've just finished listening to last week's episode, which I'm calling The Veteran Gamer, uh, which had Duke uh, and special guests Antonio and uh, Pete Chin. You. I don't need you to recap it. I was there. Get to your question. <laughs> who uh, people are now calling the real chinny that's right and i was just thinking that it may not be too long before all three of you are missing for an episode and uh you could get chinny uh or should i say pete uh antonio and maybe rob from the boss wave in uh, and you could call the episode what name does derek suggest they call the episode i can't believe it's not the real veteran gamers b under new management or c twats <laughs> just, just twats, babe. I don't think it's twats. I don't, I don't think, think, think Derry would ever yeah, say that. Yeah, I think you might be first one. And the answer is. I can't believe it's not the real veteran game. <laughs> yeah. because, uh, you never know. Be the <laughs> that of could be good. Podcast. I like it. Question eight. In an email, Jason asks why Duke is being so nice to someone. Multiple choice. Is it A. Donald Trump? B. Stuart Fowler or C. Isis. Beep. I think it's probably I... Isis because I'm never nice to Donald Trump and I'm not usually nice to Stu. Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. See, I said <laughs> you're welcome to Isis. Yeah, I'm nice to Isis than I am to Donald Trump. It's possibly uh, me. The answer is... Also, I don't get like political on Facebook, but on Twitter I enjoy bothering you. Shit. I wish we could just hold hands and sing "We Are the World," but you got a little too nice, uh, too nice to Trump sometimes. Oh wow! What? I'm a little too nice to Trump? Apparently. What are you talking about? <laughs> I've never said anything nice about the man in my life. Anyway, that Donald Trump, Benny, the... uh, stoning on his Bentley, yelling "Pimps up, hose down." No, hose up, pimps down. Something. Anyway. Question nine. Lewis emailed in to ask for some advice on a particular game. So guess the game. And for a bonus point, guess the question. Okay, I think this is the one where I got a bit stuck on. You've got to go to uh, that woman's office. And it's a tricky one because... So in... Censored! There is like... Um, there's an overworld, you know, in Super Mario World, where there's an overworld. And then you go into the levels and stuff. There's an overworld and there's an office in the overworld. It's like kind of in the middle of the overworld. And I think it's Lorraine or something like that. Yeah, so look for Lorraine's office in the overworld. That will that will get you there. There you go. Beep. Yeah, I, I know the answer to this question. I got a fucking clue what I'm talking about. Give us about. a hint, Golf Stu. Story. Or just say Golf Story. It was oh, Golf yeah. Story. And his question was, how do I unlock something in Golf Story? I can't remember what that was, but it yeah. was... Well, the game's Golf Story that he was talking about. There you about. go. Good call. And the answer is... Chinny, how do I get a caddy in Golf Story at Cheeky Beak Peak? If you can remember, thanks. And 
Finally! Why, wait. What a shock, you're making it about you. Who would have thought? Thanks, yeah. Stuart. I appreciate it. 25, 25 years. Shut up. You have that in common with my mom. You take it away from him. Remember my first time I took it away? Yeah. Take it away. Well, I take it away. Was, you know. No, congratulations, Duke, man. That's good. It's good stuff. Thank you. It's good stuff. A lot of people that barely make it past one, so you know. What is Duke celebrating that Stu made it about himself? Beep. <laughs> I don't remember that. Guess at it all. was your wedding anniversary of some description. I guess. Uh, I don't know which one though. Which one oh, would have been uh, two years ago? No, I think ago. it probably would have been the tenth. 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 There you yeah, go. Ten there years. And the answer is. And I'll shout out the Duchess because she's great. And we just had our anniversary. What, what, what? So 11 years. 11, right? And that's it for part 24 of the Veteran Gamers Quiz of Yesteryear. I'd just like to take this opportunity to say that this week represents one year of me listening to the Veteran Gamers. Fuck a banana! And to celebrate such, I've just posted the Veteran Gamers Quiz of Yesteryear Supercut Collection on my Twitter feed. Enjoy! Right, I'm off to listen to DJ No Clue and his shit hot tracks! Woo! Yeah! People who come Speak on. For yourself, I vomit before every show. Yeah, sure I do. spend 10 oh, minutes I vomiting before the show because I'm only because I know I'm gonna talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> How rude. Thank you, veteran gamers! There you go. There you go. Thanks, Jay. That's uh, uh, By a the year. way, good mix of that song, that yeah, is. That was a good mix of that song. Whoever did that DJ job was awesome. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's for a good reason, though, to be fair. Uh, um, anyway, yeah, a year, and he put the supercut. Isn't the supercut like five hours or something? Yeah, it's super ridiculous. It's a long, long amount. That dude's of a hardcore dude. It is. We want to really listen to a lot of stuff. You can do. Yeah. There you go. Go. <laughs> Why not? Go over to Jay's Check Twitter and listen to five hours of quizzes. Yeah. She's, she's, I've got to tell. Do you know what? Hats off to Jay. I oh, mean, yeah. the amount of work he puts into these quizzes. So you know, it's impressive. It is very impressive, and we appreciate it. Uh, so I guess it's time for some shout-outs and time to get the hell out of here. It's time for a shout-out. Hey! So there you okay. go. So there you go. Uh, I'm going to start first off. I'm you go ahead. Shout out Tim Wilson, Tim Wilson, who tweeted me and said, Stu, 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 uh, check out new retro arcade Neon VR on Steam. Yeah. So okay. basically, this is kind of interesting. So what it is is a virtual video game arcade. So you get a template. So when you pay for this thing, it's fourteen or fifteen pounds. Uh huh. But there are no games in it, so it's just a template of an arcade. Yeah. And then you can obviously get emulators and ROMs. Oh yeah. And you can make it into your own personalized video game arcade. Uh, is you walk up to them and you can just play them like you would in real life, mm-hmm. and you can invite people in and they can come and play video games in your in your virtual arcade. Dude, uh, it's kind of cool. So I'm gonna buy it. Um, I'm very lazy, so there are people online who've already set up templates and stuff that you just put into it, and away you go. You don't have to do any of the hard work yourself. Yeah. So, so thank you very much, Tim. I am gonna do that, and I'll talk about it next week. Uh, but it looks it looks extremely cool. So yeah, gonna be doing that. Uh, and just a shout out to everybody who listens to the show, really. And you know, a shout out to everyone, and hope you're all staying safe. There you go. That's me done. 
So I don't know. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll shout out Jay for doing the quiz every week and Derek for coming in with the speak pipes. Everybody who emailed or asked questions on the Discord, go check out the Discord, people. And uh, maybe I'll go hang out there with the voice chat because that's always fun to just chat with people. Um, And shout out to... Minecraft? Yeah, Notch for making Minecraft. The end. Brilliant. Chinny, do your shout-outs. Shout-out uh, to my uh, best friend, Marsh. It's his birthday today. Yay, yeah, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Marsh. Yay. Happy birthday, Marsh. He does listen to the show, but I'm not sure if he's still listening to you in the hall. You say that? It's your birthday time to skank it up hard. Choke Mad a thing. cop with your panties. Yeah, exactly. So uh, the, 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 the Derek Steins brings up a good point. I cancelled my Stadia subscription this week. Oh, did you? Oh, snap. Shocked. It's the end of an era. So, shout out to Stadia. It was never the start of an era. That's the problem. Oh, that was the problem. <laughs> uh, so, that's it. Yeah, just shout out to Marsh. Shout out to, uh, the, I suppose, uh, Holly from Ripstone Games for inviting me to the uh, virtual Snooker 19 World Championship uh, competition tournament. So, check out my Chin Chinny YouTube channel to see my coverage of that. Check out the YouTube channel. Veteran gamers to see us play totally reliable delivery service. And of course, check out our Discord so you can stay in touch. And we'll be playing golf with friends on Tuesday, 9 p.m. So there's four of us confirmed so far. So we can have up to 12. So if you've got golf with friends, if you haven't, Stu's got a spare code. I have. I have. I will. By the way, don't go straight away after this whole show, Duke. I'll sort you out with your code for it. Yeah. So cool. we'll do that at the end of the show. Uh, is that it? Are we That's done? It. We're done. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, everybody. If you like this podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts, similar in vein to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Are for old people. Some talk yeah. about Too RPGs. Many, some people say. Come on now. Some might say that. No, no one says that. Then, of course, you have links to you know great forums. You don't have any other friends. So check it out. VGHub.net it is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. Won't you? You've got it, Duke. Yeah, I got it. Thank you. Wow, it's bigger than I expected. It's like nearly four gigabytes. Dude. Dude, I was expecting it to be about... I don't know why. I thought it was going to be about a gig at the most. Uh, So, yeah, I've got one key left, so I will give that to whoever wants it. There you go. Copy that. And I'll stick it somewhere. I know. I'll stick it in the show notes, actually. I'll just pop it at the bottom of there, and then I don't lose it. That's a good idea, isn't it? Yes, it's a good Control idea. V. So there you go. The code is at the bottom of the show notes, and when somebody claims it, I will give it to them. Yeah. So That'll do. Go. That'll, That'll do. do, pig. 
So, Duke, are you going to pop by on Friday for a bit of Stu's tunes? Perhaps. It's always hard to uh-huh. tell, you know. Always hard to tell. Yeah, I'll try. Um, yeah, I've been. I've spent all day compiling my playlist, actually, so I'm all ready to. I did a bit oh, of a practice run today, so I've been playing. And Kay was like, are you going to do anything else today? I'm like, no, I'm busy. Yeah, um, busy doing stuff, the important yeah. stuff, yo. Busy stuff, man. Yeah. So I've got about just over 100 tunes that are all... Uh, like I say, summer summer dance tunes from yeah. every sort of year since 1990. Sweet. So, Jazzy Jeff and some Fresh old Prince. New. Yeah, it's not fast enough, man. It's, I, I did try and find an up-tempo version, but it's only about 95 BPM, so I might play that at the end, you know, right. just drop it in at the end. Because, yeah. you know, I, I tend to go between 125 and 130 BPM. Can't you speed up so, things? I can't, but that's a hell of a lot to speed up 20. Uh, I'm just saying, like, you BPM. could slow something down before it and speed it up a little bit. Uh. I get, I get, but then it's a, it's a faff. Okay. <laughs> I can do Well, I'll trust you to do your mixing as you need to do them, so it's fine. Hey, I think he's I, a I professional mean, DJ. Yeah, I, I know, the right? The problem is, I can bring it in, but the problem is, it's then mixing the next thing in that's, you know, when yes. you're that. You can get away with something like 110, 115, and then sort of mix it in from there, but. 95 man that is slow okay that is very very slow uh, but i'll see what i can do for you okay well, i appreciate I will drop that. it in at some point yeah cool. uh that's about it i guess that's it we're uh, done is it, uh, stop is listening it?